Simpsons Index, an online spreadsheet that is also a podcast. This is the podcast. Coming at you from the dank in Newtown, this is the Simpsons Index, episode motherfucking 50! Excitement noises. And joining you for this half century is your host, Elliot J. O'Neill, and joining me in the dank this week is... Until 1796, I was known as Hans Sprungfeld, murderous (laughs) pirate. (laughs) And... Claire, and I'm not a bloody jukebox. (laughs) (laughs) And finally... Ooh, ooh, can I play Hemorrhoid Sufferer number one? (laughs) Ah, ooh, is there no relief? (laughs) And yes, as previously mentioned, this is the 50th episode of this podcast. Oh my god. Mm. But yeah, thank you guys for joining me for this uh, very milestone-y episode. Mm. um, You can taste the miles. (laughs) And we're making a big fuss over the number, but it is business as usual on The Simpsons Index. Yes, this is the podcast where we watch and review three episodes of The Simpsons at a time, but the catch is each episode comes from a different decade. What? I I feel betrayed like never before. (laughs) I have never heard of these rules before. (laughs) Well, I never. And starting out tonight, we watched an episode from the HD era. This was season 21, episode 20, To Surveil With Love. It was written by Michael Nobody. I don't know how to say your name, dude. Michael Nobody. (laughs) (laughs) Savage Sorry Mike I've had a bad day Mike So get ready Batten down the hatches I'm coming for you (laughs) Honey there's a big storm coming (laughs) And his name is Hemorrhoid Sufferer number one (laughs) And this episode was first released In May of 2010 In this episode Um, I don't even know where to start With the synopsis with this one Decompress yeah. Lisa's like a blonde. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially, oh. Lisa gets a bunch of blonde stereotypes lumped onto her, and also the town of Springfield gets a lot of cameras installed, lots of hardcore surveillance, and uh, there's that, that, that illegal anything, no rules. No, not no rules. Anything goes. There's that anything goes part of international waters. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, there's a blind spot in the Simpsons backyard, free from all the surveillance and prying eyes. And So it's a 1984 reference, but mm-hmm. taken to illogical extremes. Oh, wow. There we go. That's why I have you guys on, because you are the type that read books. <laughs> Indeedably. Anyway, guys, what did you think? It's pretty, it was it's pretty good. Oof. It's not great. It's it had really? moments. Like, there was stuff I laughed at and thought, you know, <laughs> hey, that was, that was fun. Yeah. But I think too much has happened. It felt like I watched three episodes. It you felt know? very rushed, which is weird that we then had a B story. And yeah. Uh, yeah. my immediate praise is going to be it has a plot and a structure, unlike a lot of the HD era stuff, which doesn't. So that immediately gets us a lot of points. Uh, Claire, you had a you had you have a face that says I don't know what you guys are talking about. Yeah, that episode was terrible. Oh, I'm sorry, that's just your. Face. Oh, you didn't like it. I did not like it. I mean. Okay, yeah, yeah, it had a plot, but it was a... <laughs> that's, that's really low bar to set, firstly. I we, mean, it's we, a TV series. We've been to hell. We know what it looks like. <laughs> okay, all right. I haven't seen any of the, the massive fail episodes yet. Oh, my gosh. But... You've seen what to expect when Bart's expect, expecting. Yeah, that's... Which oh, is probably... Why did you remind me? Because you oh. need to know. But this was still bad. I mean, there was, yes, there was a story, but... It was very, very, I don't know, forced, and the pacing was off for the entire thing. I mean, it started mm-hmm. from the, the couch gag, which had horrible pacing for that whole yeah. one pan 
yeah. song. Yeah, let's just peel that one off right away. So they did one of those lip sync music video things that were very popular in the early 2010s, sort of like once everyone was doing YouTube, everyone had their lip sync, one continuous shot moving through everything. I liked the idea of this couch gag and I thought it looked pretty good, but... You really notice how, like, not built for the 2010 Simpsons was? The yeah. music doesn't mesh. Well, it's just no. my main note on that was, hey, look, Simpsons are YouTube trend followers now. Yeah. Yeah. What's yeah. hot that we can rip off? Yeah. And, okay, uh-huh. after so many years of being on, you do have to find something to ma- stay relevant to the kids. But, um... Yeah. Look. Bottle of Jack felt like product place... Product, product place... I can't say the things today. Any of the things. <laughs> it felt look, out of place in a Simpsons episode. That whole mm. decade was, quote, unquote, a hot mess. And mm. the Simpsons Ooh. really should have just tried to gloss over it, but instead they've dived right into are we it. Still and in it's that so decade? cringy. No, aren't we talking about like? <laughs> Wasn't it 2010? Yeah, 2010. It was the start of the decade. Decades move so we fast. Do we now. have a name for this decade yet? No, no one remembers what the tens were called the first time around. Yeah, and even there's lots of arguments about the aughts, the noughts, and the. Yeah, we yeah. literally asked my nan who lived, and she was like, "I don't know." <laughs> um, but yeah, could dollar sign ha huh, like? I don't like her music anyway, do you guys? I I can appreciate that it was prominent at the time. It was huge. (laughs) It's like how Claire was talking about that episode. It had a plot. (laughs) Kesha, yeah, she made music. (laughs) Look, I wouldn't go out and listen to it. She released albums. (laughs) It was a huge club hit, you know. Millions and millions of people did like it. Yeah. Who are we to sit on our tower and say, oh, I only listen to progressive rock music? We're the people who (laughs) built a goddamn tower. (laughs) Okay, but see, my whole problem was... I mean, the Simpsons often do, you know, lots of quick cut jokes, but they tried to do it with, you know, it started with a couch gag with lots of quick cut jokes, try to fit all the townspeople in with their little jokes in the background. And none of them were very funny. It didn't really work. Mm. There weren't any, like, nobody was really surprising no it was all very jokes. it was all very like typical of the characters i just liked how the camera worked in this like no, yeah. yeah camera work looked good yeah. yeah but i mean you do also have to appreciate this is a uh interpretation of couch gag where lisa loves kesha yeah yeah and <laughs> wants to be a part of this so i know mm, it's a couch gag we shouldn't mm. read in too much to it but that's kind of idea no you could because kesha like despite her bubblegum you know shitty music is meant to be actually very smart underneath yeah. and the bubblegum is just to sell yeah absolutely oh they say that about every pop star now yeah, they're all keen financial economists that are manipulating the masses for millions. True, in between you, you build empires in between your albums, but university uh, degree after university <laughs> degree and lecturing at Harvard on astrophysics. I'm looking at you, Mr. Brian May, and your pop career. So yeah, the couch gag. Okay, we've got mixed opinions on it, and with the episode as well, because I actually quite liked it, and I thought it did the thing that we've noticed where. Often episodes don't stick the landing and they start out okay and then they just fall to shit. Mm. I thought this one actually built up a decent story out of shit. Yeah, it's true. It starts off like very much twigs in the breeze and somehow they become a house. Yeah. (laughs) So just talking about the story briefly, I didn't like the Lasis. No, it was dumb. First off and fundamentally, it feels just strange to me hearing that she's blonde. I, Mm. I, I mean realistically i can understand her hair clearly isn't any co- other color it's not black it's not brown it's not red well it's te- but... it's technically skin colored it's yeah. like if our <laughs> hair was like pink or and brown there are or blonde black. people in the show who have yellow skin and then blonde hair on top of it mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. very true but lt smash for example more yeah. than that it's like lisa's hair is a fourth wall thing that no one ever mentions mm. and like pointing at it and saying it's blonde is sort of like drawing attention to the way that we are being drawn as characters in a cartoon you know also yeah. why did dyeing her hair change its entire style 
Oh, she probably just cut. went with that. You know, she's just like, ooh, yeah. That brown. does not happen. <laughs> I wish it did. That would make life a lot easier. <laughs> Knives chow this thing and one hair strand just changes everything. Mm. Lisa looked good with that cut, by the way. It actually yeah. suited her. No, that was great. And she looks like a human being. Like her <laughs> as well. Yeah, it was still recognizable as Lisa. Yeah. 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 yeah, but look, I think it's unsettling that, well, I, I suppose I did sort of just say it, but it really made me think about the the drawing choices and, you know, how yeah. cartoon they were. It, it pulls me yeah. out of the yeah, scene. They're making their fourth wall break a plot point and not a joke. Yes. It's like if they pointed to Wendell and goes, oh, well, you've just got one long curly bit of black hair that goes around the circumference of your head. Which, in fact, brings me on to my next point. Homer's hair gags I, I never worry about, you know? They're always quick and funny. Yeah. They're quick and funny, and they're, they're, the whole thing isn't about getting my three pieces of hair back, or that the thing that goes right the way around the back of his head is one piece of hair. Yeah. Does he ever um, worry that he shaves and his muzzle immediately comes back? No, he just it's just <laughs> the, the thing. Yeah, it's an aside. It's a nod to the camera. It's a wink at the camera. But if that was a plot point, yeah, that would be a problem. But also the surveillance plot. This, mm. I thought, was the strong point of the episode. Clearly, yeah. like, this is sort of really happening in London, isn't it? London and oh, surveillance. Oh, it already oh, always, yeah. 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 But also to great success. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, their only problem with it was they weren't able to do illegal, horrible shit to each other in themselves. Well, no, it was all fine until, wait, what did they call them? The uh, Budinskis? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that perfect mix of prying, but not pervy. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to be a little bro- big brother. I wanted to be a little sister. Yeah. Tattling on everybody. See, that was perfect for Flanders because, yeah, yeah he is prying but not pervy. And uh, his whole routine with... <laughs> I'm just going to do that until you give the money back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fine, yeah. take my money. <laughs> that, that little rush he got of correcting people and then suddenly he's oh, just yeah. like on every camera mm. everywhere. Yeah, um, to be the Jiminy Cricket of everybody, yeah. Power, yeah. power corrupts even Flanders. The half yeah. man, half bug. <laughs> what was that quote? That was so good. That was it, I think. Some allusion um, to God. But yeah, I think that really worked well because that was a, a logical extension of his character. Yeah. He was trying to do good and be the moral compass for everyone he could and help everyone, just like Jesus or God. <laughs> and you can see there where his good intentions can be pushed to unhealthy ends. Yeah, he accidentally um, commits the first sin and the biggest sin for some reason. <laughs> for some reason. Why would he say for some reason? Yeah. Um, but, no, because we're all thinking it. <clears throat> Sorry, Christians that may be watching us somehow after all the previous episodes. Yeah. <laughs> um, Thanks for hanging in there. Yeah, you guys, st- sticking it out. That whole thing introdu- where police chief Wiggum introduced them into the plot, I thought that was a great passing of the ball that, yeah, yeah. it was a job that Chief Wiggum had. He didn't want to do it, so he passed he it off. He couldn't watch everything. He was on screen long enough to be funny like mm-hmm. i'm yes. here I, I i feel like i'm getting boring as a character let's shoehorn in a bunch of other characters but he was there for, uh, for long enough that it we ha- we got our taste of wig the wig and pie yeah w- without being that sweet wig and pie yeah but too much any sweet pie uh, leaves a funny taste on your tongue that's right, especially with all the Wiggum and Lou bullshit that they put into these episodes. And, yeah, it's, um, it's good to see them dialing that back a little. Yeah, but even they had one drag-out joke with Wiggum that I thought was funny. Oh, I'm going to take one of these chairs so I can be a meetings guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I did like that as a bit. Very like Michael Scott, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, just finally about the surveillance storyline. I just, I, I loved it, especially towards the end with, yeah, the town just going full, I don't know, what do you... 
purge. <laughs> not, even, not purge. What's, that's international waters. To most me, it's of them the, aren't even doing anything illegal, just odd. And I think yeah. that's a nice... Uh, the fact that they've gotten such a nanny state, they can't even be themselves anymore. Yeah. yeah. Well, I yeah. did like so, Superintendent I mean, Chalmers with, yeah. his, <laughs> with his dress and his nunchucks. This yeah. used to just be a small part of me. <laughs> exactly. He's running like in such a carefree manner with his <laughs> hands up and his elbows out and yeah, swinging yeah. the nunchucks like a, like a schoolgirl, you know? With her nunchucks. Um, and he's got a really like like 1800s Mary Poppinsy sort of dress on. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's really it's really sweet to really watch. Is, yeah. yeah, you do you. Um, Super Nintendo charm. There's of course uh, uh, this is the a plot, isn't it? This was the the bulk of the episode. This was main plot that came second. Whatever well, it came first, sort of ish. We start with Duffman giving out free stuff. That's how we get to bombings. That's how we get to surveillance. Yeah, ah, oh, oh, that crap. And that didn't even make sense. The no. parts you forget. Mm. Woof. Sorry, while we're while we're on the nanny state bit, even before yep. we get sidetracked, when Nigel Thornbury comes in and he's like, "I'm a British person. Yeah. London used to be delightful, except for all the flower selling ladies, the overzealous cockney Get some, get some flowers, Bobby, Bobby's just show up and womp them. Yep. <laughs> which must be every day in England, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> that was England's biggest crime until they stamped it out. <laughs> Bobby bashings? <laughs> no, florists. Oh, okay. <laughs> Cockney florists. <laughs> All right, so we'll talk more about that soon. But first, play count. How many times have you seen this episode? This is this is a foregone conclusion. Forlorn conclusion. This conclusion. It's conclusion That's very sad. I have never seen have this some film more scotch. before. <laughs> I've never seen this film before, and I hope to never see it again. Why don't you just oh, scotch wow. up there, Rummy? Yeah, never before. And I have seen it before. And I have as well. This one, <laughs> there's a big surprise. <laughs> Elliot seeing an episode of the Simpsons. Oh God. Back when it first came out, I actually watched it a fair bit. It was I even go as far to say it was probably my top ten of the HD era. But having watched it now, I do with this critical eye realize a lot of its flaws. So ultimately, did it feel like an episode of the Simpsons? Lisa plotline. I'm going to say no. That just feels. So disconnected Ooh. and blah. It was so trite. Like Lisa is Lisa, but everyone else is kind of a dick. So yeah. but you know, uh Flanders being overly protective to the point of madness, uh everyone wanting to do crazy, stupid bullshit, yeah, but having Bart been out starting that's... a casino in his backyard. Yeah, he's yeah. literally done that with the treehouse before. So yeah, yeah that, that felt all very Simpsons. I actually thought the Lisa thing, like personally anyway, it was sort of in character. Well, like, how she handled it was. How she handled it caving to pressure, being terrified of the judgment of her peers, all this sort of thing, thinking she's intelligent and loving the, the debate team, and then when the other girl wins for, like, making fun of her and teasing her and not debating at all. Which, yeah. by the way, made no sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, this was my whole problem with the Lisa plotline. It was a thinly veiled uh, attempt at addressing, like, racism, in yeah. my opinion, and it was done really shittily by going, look at white people getting repressed. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. oh, these First world problems. come on, guys. You know, you call us names sometimes. Like, I understand what they're trying to say, but it was really forced. It was really, really, really forced. Yeah. Well, it's an interesting point to bring up in the episode as well, where they have the protesters of the bomb squad, <laughs> and the guy goes, just goes, oh, why can't the building be blown oh, up by a woman? Of, yeah. Why can't the building be blown up by a woman of colour? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it had to be a grizzled white man. But yeah, you're right. It was making a thinly veiled point, and it wasn't doing it well, because I felt like, yeah, you guys are right. She handled it like Lisa, but everyone else around her was being... Couldn't stop talking yeah. about the yeah. colour of her no hair. No one has ever, ever questioned no. Lisa's intelligence before. 
Yeah. And that's um, the thing, like, it was, they had to actually bring in a whole bunch of new characters to pull this plot line off, like mm. a whole bunch of judges yeah. yep. for yeah. a school debate team where we've known this school for how long? A yeah. random girl who I don't Is even brunette. know the name of, but could what, have been she's like got brown hair. Sherry or Terry, that would have been fine. But they've, yeah. they've known her for too long to make this point. All I of really sudden. thought she was Annie Two from Community. <laughs> Very much like <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I, look, I, I think that having an episode about r- racial like prejudgment and, and treatment of things is wonderful. racism. Yeah. Um, I, I think that, that making it about Lisa, Lisa as the, the minority being persecuted feels really on the nose to me. Now, to be fair, we're saying this as a room full of brunettes. Yeah, <laughs> we've had it so easy through life. <laughs> Even Look, though my brunette br- hair is on my chin. <laughs> Check your brunette privilege there, man. <laughs> Come on. But it's actually interesting because I just remember Simpsons have done this before. Homer with the, the Demoxenol, the hair stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They've shown how he was repressed in society for being bald and they did a much classier job of it then. Mm, true. It was tasteful. There weren't people just going, oh, brun- her brunettes make a great point. Oh, look at that yeah. brown hair on that damn... But, oh, and crusty big... string of blonde jokes? My God. Mm. Yeah, that was outdated. But in Demoxenol, that's Homer becoming confident because he has hair, not Ooh. just the hair itself. He, he was confident when he delivered that final speech with all the words spelt phonetically. <laughs> of course, I'd true, fuck up that true, word. True, true, very much Well, so. I think that was the whole point. And that's the thing. That episode was done with a lot of feeling, a lot of yeah. heart. You know, yes, he did need to learn his con- like learn confidence. He got that through this superficial means. But then even when he kept it, it didn't change other people's opinion of him. That's right. And he had to come to terms with that. Whereas with this, her big speech at the end was really undercut by the fact that she was like, yeah, well, what about, you know, fat people not being jolly? I'm like, really? That's and then yeah. And all people can still drive. And then like he immediately yeah. crashes the car. And yeah. I'm like, well, that really Terrible doesn't... Terrible yeah, pacing. Mm, yeah. Um, bad pacing. It, it, it ruins any writing, heartfelt message as yeah, well. Yeah, why is comic book guy eating pizza watching a Why is he debate? even at the... Yeah. Why, why are kids. they undercutting everything that Lisa says? Why are they trying to undercut her message? Yeah, uh, they're undercutting Lisa's point as she's grandstanding, whereas, like, when Homer was grandstanding in this episode, they handled that beautifully, and then Ned sees what he's done wrong, and then they go around taking out cameras, and that was fucking hilarious. Yeah, that was... Was wonderful. Homer is a white male aged 18 to <laughs> 55. Everyone listens to With him. dark hair. Mm-hmm. Even if there's only three of them. Yeah, mm. still dark. Alright, so let's talk about the wackiness of this episode. Well, yeah, everything to do with the blind spot. Yeah. Yeah, but that's, you know, people have their freedom now. Yeah. yeah, that's not even like wacky writing or wacky things happening so much no. as it is people exploring their own that's, inner wackiness. That's crazy night in Vegas wacky. Tying stakes yeah. to your feet and walking yeah. across burning coals to hook them. <laughs> it's totally possible. It actually kind of sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> Who wants feet meat? Oh, <laughs> I God. wash those feet. Or he gives those stakes to the dogs. That yeah. doesn't sound hygienic. He ate I them off, off his, his own, own feet. <laughs> oh yeah, but it's your own feet, Claire. Yeah. Dude. It's still Dude, gross, you know what your feet are like. You've cooked it. It's fine. It's been cool. <laughs> on one Only side. On one side. <laughs> yeah, the clean side. Yeah, feet spices. Or the floor side. <laughs> <laughs> and it is kind of wacky the way that Flanders was able to talk with the town, but I feel like you forgive it because the material's all good around it. Do you? I forgive, <laughs> I forgive nothing. Uh, what, you mean where he pushes the button and he tells people yeah. stuff? No, that was fine. That was a way Were that... they doing like a Batman thing? Kind of. <laughs> hey, no, you kids, no, get no, off no, the I know what you mean. Oh, imagine uh, if Batman just did that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll punch you in the goddamn face. Yeah, dark, uh, second one. 
Dark Knight. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when when they turn all the phones into like the surveillance camera yeah. state. Hey, stop stop skateboarding like a <laughs> radical dude. <laughs> yeah. I see your butt. Well, <laughs> Lucius Fox is all. This is too powerful. You can't look at that many butts at once. <laughs> Beautiful. I do like the way that Bart managed to outline this blind spot. <laughs> oh, and then tiny, what was the line? Toshi. <laughs> Boy cheeks. Boy cheeks. Put away that coin slot. <laughs> and then Homer comes. And then Homer comes in, walks up to Bart, and goes, "Hey, boy, what are you doing? Experimenting with my butt." Oh my god. My little Einstein. Yeah. <laughs> See that to me uh, unveiled itself a lot better than the other joke that they did with Cletus. Um, if you don't agree, uh, say I have sex with animals. I have sex with animals, but, but I, I do, do not agree. agree. Yeah, yeah and it's so. Gr- like, well, yeah. that feels like a little bit of dig at the what do they call it? Rednecks. Uh, Patriot Act. Oh, so you know, you call it the Patriot Act. Oh, you disagree with the Patriot Act? Really? What could I, you red commie <laughs> scum? Well, the the Lisa part of that gag, which oh, was, that really oh, well. you know, say I or say I hate America. Yeah, yeah, that worked. Yeah. They just pushed it too far. Again, yeah. I didn't need that yeah. second part, but uh, I agree with that completely. Yeah. So overall, not like a terribly wacky episode. Its wackiness is not its uh, fault, but did it have heart, people? Mm. Chirp, chirp, had some heart chirp, for chirp. doing stuff for making feet meet. It's rare that Flanders admits that he's wrong, so that's nice. Yeah, that's not hard. Though. They they were feeding rats to Todd. That was good. They weren't feeding that's rats not to hard. Todd. They're gonna they eat his heart. It's yeah, different. they were doing a reverse Richard Gear to him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You know, he's Allegedly. Big, he, to all those listeners you, out there who are Richard Gere. <laughs> I was about sorry. to say, he's a big fan of the show and you just yeah. lost a viewer, man. <laughs> we only have so many. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to all the other viewers that put hamsters up your butts, go consult a doctor first. <laughs> or consult a do doctor it. and see if shoving hamsters up your butt is right for you. <laughs> consult a vet. <laughs> Hamster, have you been taken and put up somebody's butt? Anyway. So yeah, not a lot of heart throughout no. this episode, really. Like I don't even know if we can comment on the heart. <laughs> um, no, Lisa, not really. She feels oppressed and sad. You know and yeah, uh, seeing Chalmers be uh, himself. Yes. Yeah. yeah, he got it. He's got it. Chalmers is probably the best superintendent. Part. Yeah. <laughs> March did get Lisa that little book with the depressing uh, ending. <laughs> what was with that? That was like a half written. Was the joke that there was no joke to it? Yeah. It yeah. was just a half written book. Yeah. Yeah, that feels weak to me. Like I mean. I've seen it as a gag where it has been funny. Yeah. And this one where they stopped the whole show to read all the way through the book. That's mm. what I you mean. Know? The whole sh- the whole episode had such terrible pacing for the jokes. Like that whole little joke about here's a book that'll, you know, that sort of addresses your situation. Oh, she has no friends and it stayed that way. Yeah. That would have been a funny joke, but they just which is a shame because, Stuffed like, it. It, it looked good. The animation, you know. Yeah, changed animation. I mean, it was just going into single drawing line. It was as simple as you could go. Yeah, but, I mean, they nailed the stylism and, like, the shaky outlines and everything. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And there are a few cube jokes. Yep, clever puns, four square and... Mm-hmm. Um, Round up the family and let's roll. Oh, yeah. 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 Lots, of, lots of shape-based puns, but then, yeah, no conclusion. And then she goes, oh, well, that was uninspired. So Yeah, so there's a waste of, like, minutes of your life i feel like mm. that was specifically referencing that entire scene you know yeah totally. <laughs> the fourth wall, so that was uninspired yeah so yeah. they were telling you about the ending this metaphor will not help you <laughs> mm. um so yes or no do you think you'll watch this one again 
no, look, there's way more. No, there's very little that I'd be interested in going back to see, you know. And I, there's they did it better before. They've done this better before. Fair enough. I don't like it. I don't want to watch it again. Uh, it'd pass my hangover test, but that would have to be what's going on. Bart's made a casino before. They've been in international waters before. They've been in international international waters before. Yeah, but that DVD isn't in, and the, the thing's on. And I mean, if I move now, I'm gonna have to reorganize the sources that I have on my chest, uh. and it's right <laughs> in the correct dipping place. I assume that they're just like literally squirted directly onto your bare chest. You assume whatever you like. <laughs> bare chest. <laughs> Ooh, is that Try more of a. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that bear's coming on to me. <laughs> I think we just invented a new way of eating McNuggets. I know, I'm excited now. <laughs> Let's get hungover. Let's <laughs> get a bear. I know this happened a while ago, and I'm sure I've already complained about this, but I can't believe they got rid of mustard sauce. McDonald's, what were you thinking? I know. Um, what? There is no sweet mustard sauce for my nugs anymore. McDonald's <gasps> said, that's all the mustard in the house, and there's no Son of a mustard in You the sue about that. Oh. I will. <laughs> also, viewers, uh, if you know of any sort of mustard that tastes like McDonald's mustard sauce, let me know. I will buy it in bulk. That's her I quest. Love my I know. Nine seasons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's my Szechuan sauce. That's great. You know, we'll start. We'll we'll go and we'll buy all the honey mustard we can find and start mm. dipping. It's not honey mustard. I'm That's sorry. The problem. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody understands. I'm gonna go crazy. Anyway. Hundred years clearingmustard.com. <laughs> so look, um, me and Deej at least might watch it again. You guys won't, but just for my own interest, what playlist would you put it in? <laughs> Surveillance. Yep. I don't know what else you put that can, with, can but it's fun to say. <laughs> Hair episodes, yeah. Buddy yeah. comedy with Flanders and Homer, based um, on the last few seconds. Flanders power. Nice. I'm yeah. just saying words now. The Flanders yeah. to Vegas one and stuff. Uh, British crap like Sherry Bobbins. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and Prince Charles references. Yeah. Oh, my God, how do we not mention the Queen? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how do we not mention Ralph being elected? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that I'm was... a furniture. Oh, I... Do James L. Jones, Ralph, uh, I'm a furniture. (laughs) (coughs) I'm a furniture. (laughs) That was great. Can you tie on like Luke first? Like Luke, I am a furniture. (laughs) (laughs) Hang on, hang on. Luke. There, we'll do the rest in post. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Post Elliot. Well done. Yeah, I, I loved uh, them uh, doing that gag of Prince Charles doing Ralph lines. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it, it felt really out of character for The Simpsons, but at the same time, it was way funny enough to de- deserve it, you know? Yeah, but it, it was a one-beat gag to end the episode. And yeah, that was that's great. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Weird deviation, but yeah, they tied it in good. They implied that the surveillance footage was all making a British reality show. Superman ties it in good. You tie it in well. <laughs> Oh, oh man. Burnt. So good. So well. So well. Um, that makes me hashtag it into the playlist where like Kang and Kodos are watching them like a reality yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. And oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Where, um, um, yeah, there's a screen between the Simpsons. And like that time, Betty White's watching them. I yeah. actually would have really liked to have, you know, zoomed back to uh, the palace and they have that Kang and Kodos music. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> like, yeah, perfect. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, all right. So before we rank this thing, Danny, do you have any final points about the episode? 
Nah, I just had another stupid hashtag. <laughs> what is your stupid hashtag? Uh, I was thinking that the Flanders behind the wall of, of, of TVs made me think of Burns being like, <laughs> what's all these flies buzzing around your head? Yeah. <laughs> Clean or, yourself up. Yeah. Or what? the one where like Lenny and Homer go through every single screen yeah. doing different <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. Ah. There was actually a bit of Burns on surveillance footage. What was uh, his line? He had a good line in this one. Oh yeah, uh, sir. The um, nuclear waste is starting to pile up. And what is? Uh, did you try jumping on top of the pile? We did, but it popped up at a different spot. <laughs> so yeah, there wasn't any Burnsians in it, but that was just a good delivery of a common yeah. thing. Mm. Did you try squishing it? <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, I have to talk about another thing I hated. Yo. Lunch Lady Doris. Firstly, Ooh. what happened to her voice? It's a different voice actor. Terrible the voice actor uh, who originally played her in the earlier seasons died like somewhere halfway between through the teens. And oh, so they actually piece. killed off the character for a few years, but they brought it back with Tress McNeil. And look, Tress McNeil is probably my favorite female voice actor, but I don't think she does Doris well. No. And I felt, I mean, the whole point of the joke was to get Nelson to trip yeah. Millhouse, but it was unnecessary and I didn't feel like it went anywhere. No, no. Anyway. I liked Millhouse's line of, is it lemon or pineapple? I don't know. It's <laughs> just yellow. You? Yellow yeah. jello, no one knows. I don't mm. like that as a plot point to get to the next scene. No. N- Nels- she, Nelhouse he literally could have just tripped her. That's, that's fine. You don't need a whole lot of setup for that. Well, no. like the tripping stuff was meaningless. It was so that she could argue him down so well that Nelson backs away. But he backed away in such a, all right, you keep talking there. I'm going to just go. My business is done. Yeah, punches and the nerd on the way out. And then mm. the character, Shma- Shmana Kornoshmova, um, yep. whatever her name was. Shmana Kornoshmova. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. She, she she pops up and she's like, I'm here to get you to the next plot scene. Um, yeah. And then she's yeah. not in any of the debate scenes afterwards. Yeah, could have been Skinner. That would have been fine. Yeah, why, why have a character in for that one frame and then... This is what I mean. They had to actually invent yeah. a whole bunch of characters to pull off this shitty, oh, everyone thinks Lisa is dumb storyline because yeah. nobody and could think Lisa is dumb you know at what? this point. If they were debating at a different school, that would have made a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Like if yes. they had gone to a different school to have totally. that debate, that would explain why we have all these different characters and why that stigma is there. That would have been an excellent A storyline, actually. You know, yeah. Lisa becomes really good at debate. They go to another school and all of a sudden she just gets, like, creamed for, yeah. for yeah. the Yeah, by that reason. school. Because yeah. that school's all anti... They're all... Racist? Hair racist? That school's hair racist. Well, no, because that makes sense because that way you can still, like, have her, like, doing... I'm kicking ass at Springfield Elementary level and you still get your Ralph Lecturn things. Yeah. And then, oh, we've accepted you to regionals and you get elevation in the story. Yeah, you're right. Mm. It would have been totally better. And the other thing is I would have accepted the fact that the judges were just being dicks because they would want their home team to win or something like that, you know? Yeah, because that's something that stood out to me because usually with like anything Springfield Elementary related, like they make a joke of the fact that they pulled the judges from the assistant staff, you Mm -hmm. know, it's just Willie, Doris and um, someone else. They can't Mm -hmm. afford that many salaries. (laughs) Willie, Doris and Willie with a different hat. Yeah. What's his um his uh, brother groundskeeper Seamus? <laughs> 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 He's in one episode. I liked him. Beach, did you have anything else you'd like to bring up? 
Brandine smoking and drinking and going, well, that stopped the oh. kicking. Oh, that was just dark. tonal shift into pitch blackness. Mm. Yeah, they uh, they're dark jokes. They they don't know how to do jo- dark jokes. It did not land well. <laughs> did you guys get a uh, land from the Duffman joke as well? Duffman, how did I say it? Like Duffman, that? Larry <laughs> Duffman. <laughs> Duffman yeah. Ironically, became Duffman. Yeah, <laughs> changed um, his name. <laughs> I like when they do like the mafia, like the dead body jokes. To me, that's a dark joke on the Simpsons. Yeah, that done was good. Well, they they, they prop the body up against the tree, give it a magazine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Head slouches just a little bit, and you're just like, "Yeah, it's way dead." But what do you think of Duffman going? I'm meeting up with my daughter. Can't discuss why she dropped out of college. Too sad. Yeah, I kind of like that actually. Yeah, it yeah, sounded it's weird, but it works for me. Yeah, well, I guess they didn't say like her friend committed suicide or anything. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I didn't. I, I, to me, I didn't like that. It felt too much like a disco stew. Overlap. Yeah. I guess I just disco like... stew's gonna meet his girlfriend, uh, his daughter from college. I, I don't know. I, can, I think I just like the idea that Duffman just announces everything because he's just so yeah. used to it now. Yeah. I'm going to go home and do my laundry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I kind of liked him dishing out all the swag. Um, yeah. <laughs> beer cozies and USBs to back up your data. <laughs> yeah. He just has to announce everything like that. That's just, it's more of a condition than yeah. a character. But the following scene with Homer showing off his grills and stuff was pretty pointless. Yeah, that was a bit much. He kept his earrings in for a long time. Yeah. Mm. Okay, the Duffman plot, right? How did it actually tie into anything? So he got a bag. Yep. Essentially, it was just so Homer would have a bag. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, he's actually carried a suitcase before without yep. everyone commenting on it. They could have just... You know what? Two seconds. Go, Homie, I packed you such a big lunch. You need to carry a bigger lunchbox. Here you go. There you uh, go. Regular size lunchbox. Speed. <laughs> Efficiency. Oh, I, but i got to say, I liked how they handled the uh, whole terrorism. Bag. Uh, yeah, unattended baggage. Plot line, especially because mm. it was done because Homer was going around town finding various macs and cheeses. Yeah, and you, and that, that's something for you personal as well. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm a big mac and cheese fan. The best Max, Max and cheeses. Max and cheeses. <laughs> I that's do really I like the, 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 where he's like, you know the best mac and cheese I ever had was down at the railway station. Hmm, I'll check that out sometime. And then just subtitle just says, as soon as humanly possible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's just at the train station eating mac and cheese. Talking with a guy who's then recommending another one. <laughs> well, the best yeah. mac and cheese I ever had well, was... Well, I'm already kind of full, but... <laughs> Elliot, I feel like we just figured out what we're going to do for your birthday. Oh, mac and cheesecake? <laughs> Way too no, no. much. Mac and cheese, like... Uh, 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 pop, crawl. Pop, crawl. <laughs> pop crawl. A mac crawl. Well, we pretty much done that when we went to America. Like, I got mac and cheese pretty much everywhere we ate. and uh, the we, best need, w- we need to talk to people and find out where the best is. America, hit us up. Um, That's why your sweat is yellow and creamy. <laughs> <laughs> I heard the hunger in his voice there. <laughs> your sweat is so yellow and creamy. Why don't you come over here? I'm going to lick your face a little. <laughs> run, Elliot, run! Oh, yes, run. That'll sweat more. <laughs> run, oh. little rabbit. Um, but, yeah, the best mac and cheese I had in America was surprisingly in Disney World. You wouldn't think it was just... Cobra Shill, Cobra Shill, Cobra Shill. Simpsons Index live from Disney World. Like and share, Mickey. Yep. Uh, and the other thing I liked about the Homer Mac and Cheese storyline is that when the pla- uh, train station did blow up, the train clock lands in Homer's backyard and then he goes, ooh, dinner time. Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. already had three Mac and Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good old Homer. Oh, I am so mixed on this episode, guys. Mm. What, what was the best things about the episode? Mac and Cheese. The con- concept of the whole town under surveillance was pretty good. It, the thing is, the plot we finally get to is pretty good. It's just getting there is so stupid. 
And then the yeah. whole Lisa thing is dumb. We already have written a bit better bit. Yeah, plot. they waste a lot of time. Really I mean, do. if you cut that out, there's like like I, I feel like it was only a ten minute episode. Yeah, I feel like there's a better this we we have a good B plot in the sense that if you turn the A into a B, you'd have a better episode if you attach it to something else. So pluck out all the parts we liked and put it in a better episode, and then we'll be fine. Yeah, this is Frankenstein a better monster? No, that, that that's a good point because. Yeah, I think we talked a lot about like the ending as well, like because they really bring it together at the end, and oddly enough, it when they drop the Lisa shit. Yeah, pretty mm. much. Oh, today's food index. Um, I don't know where it was came from, but Beach Burrito Company once again. They were good. They're great, uh, guys. What did you think? People in California, do you have a Californian? Bur- is that like a thing? Do oh yeah, actually- is that true? Do you have chips instead of rice and beans in your burritos? Or is it like a bloom and onion? And it's meant to be an Australian thing that we've never had anywhere other than Outback Steakhouse. Oh, by the way, uh, by the way, America. I hate to spoil it for you, but Outback Steakhouse to us, that's a really American-y restaurant. Isn't yeah, it? <laughs> yeah, it's super American. <laughs> and no one drinks Fosters. No, no. Uh, ew. We, that's like the sheep's eyeballs we use to see if you're actually a foreigner. <laughs> yeah, if you are, if you ask us for a Fosters and shrimp, yeah, <laughs> you're getting your ass kicked. <laughs> Fucking but shrimp. Blooming onion is delicious. Oh, it's delicious. Oh. I'm Thanks just saying. for importing it for it's us. It's amazing. Yeah. It's beautiful American food. It is beautiful <laughs> American food. Yeah, it's it's not a very Australian thing to go. You know what? We should deep fry this onion. It's not a thing we would have done. Just chew nah. it like a fucking apple, like yeah. a man. Yeah, like we're a fucking man. <laughs> just yeah. cook it in the sun and then just bite into it. <laughs> yeah, th- beer batter. That's that's how we. Oh do it. yeah, that's how we roll. Uh, beer on everything. B E C O. Beer feet steak. Beer seared feet steak. Uh, the last thing I want to mention is uh, when they mention uh, Ken Brockman mentions the plutonium blowing up. Mm-hmm. It was enough energy to generate seventeen <laughs> hulks and a Spider-Man. Here's artist rendition. <laughs> it was so like dumb it. and pointless, but I, I yeah. loved it. No. I giggled. Oh. I did giggle. The Ken Brockman part. Well, it wasn't really a Ken Brockman thing, but where they were betting on the weather. Oh uh, yeah, that yeah. was cute. I like that bar scene. Yeah. yeah. Well, it is time to rank this thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh oh. No, it wasn't that. It was the two unlimited, wasn't it? On the Simpsons Index, we rank using our six-point scale, which starts down the bottom at failure. And then maybe if the episode's met, it's a participant. Then going up, it's good, bronze, great, silver, excellent, gold. And then for the best episodes, the ones that are so good that you'd be like, why haven't I watched this yet? (laughs) What's wrong with me? (laughs) You'd give that episode cubic zirconia. I call myself a Simpsons fan. (laughs) It'd be like, hello, work. I can't come in today. I found out of a bunch of episodes i haven't seen <laughs> anyway let me go first i'll show you how it's done it's been 50 episodes elliot we know <laughs> <laughs> what I'm, it's I been just... how many we have a ranking system what's going on in here <laughs> what's the simpsons who took my false teeth why are you asking questions <laughs> <laughs> please let me leave why is this man sweating mac and cheese <laughs> Where's all the mustard? <laughs> Surely someone brought some. Oh my god, it's time. like McDonald's all over again. <laughs> <laughs> Elliot, I am ranking it a bronze. I want to go silver, but I can't. No, look, like I said before, going into it, I thought this was in my top 10 of the HD era. But man, it's just the Lisa storyline and the other mm. problems we just mm. mentioned. Mm-hmm. It just brings it down. But I really, really want to give it a silver, but I can't. Um, Beach, what do you reckon? 
I was at a bronze the whole time. You guys may have talked me down. I'm not certain. I feel like any time we write a better episode in discussion, Ooh. it deserves more of a kick in the teeth than I was planning. Right. Uh, let me just figure out where the guts are. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try saying both. I'm going to see how the guts feel. I rank this a bronze. I rank this a participant. Yeah, I'm going to go bronze. That's where it feels like. All right. That sounded right. That felt good in the... Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, what do you reckon, Claire? You have actually talked me up. I was going to fail it. I oh, wow. really didn't enjoy it. I was watching the whole thing going, ugh, bad joke, ugh, poor pacing. But there were parts that were amusing on second watch and maybe I'm just a bitch today. So I'll give it the benefit of the doubt and rank it a participant. Uh, finally. Look, the guts are saying bronze. I, I, I want to kind of go and see what other things I've ranked bronze because mm. I feel like my other mm. bronze rankings are going to be better episodes than this yeah, one. Yeah, a big issue I had is you're very right on the pacing, Claire. It is all over the place and bad. And it's Yeah, the, the jokes mm. are poorly timed. They're crammed together. I really, like, like, for example, Lisa's big speech where every little good point she makes mm. is then undercut by reality. <laughs> mm. I feel like we've ranked bronze to some pretty decent episodes. Like, bronze is a semi-decent sort of rank. Mm-hmm. i got to say bronze. i got to go with the gut. Um, Flanders was really button. Flandersy. Uh, Superintendent Chalmers <laughs> was so, <laughs> so cute. <laughs> <laughs> adorable. Yeah, um, if nothing else, this episode has made a great gif out of that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Sorry, I know that we've kind of stopped talking about it, yeah. but the whole, uh, one other reason that I can't do bronze is because cute little superintendent Chalmers in his dress and his nunchucks and then Homer like immediately after goes look at all this evil and I'm like well people aren't actually being evil they're just being people that you know like men, some weird shit like well really really you know super moralistic expialidocious yeah thank you <laughs> nice <laughs> nice he frowns upon I feel like it actually sits in a good place over on where it becomes a dull bronze mm, um, this good. joins such episodes as Homer's Odyssey Jazzy and the Pussycats when Bart becomes a drummer mm. oh yeah groovy yeah. groovy that feels right and Dark Night Court, the one where Mr. Burns becomes Fruit Batman. I didn't see Wow, see I did one. not see that one. No, I really want to see that one. To Dave and Liz one. Th- yeah, this, uh, that one actually what? had the same thing as this, where one plot line was good, the Fruit Batman one, and then they had another shitty plot line, which also had to do with debating. Oh my god, that's so weird. Okay, the Simpsons have to keep away from debate. Baiting. Yeah. <laughs> I would argue. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't. All right. So now we are going all the way back to the teens era. We are going to the 350th episode of The Simpsons, which is Don't Fear the Roofer. We'll be back. He's more cowbell. are back and we just watched season 16 episode 16 don't fear the roofer this episode was first released in may of 2005 and it was written by kevin curran in this episode the simpson family home opens a, a, a roof hole in all this bad weather in springfield and uh, homer finds a roofer contractor guy that apparently uh, it doesn't exist but Ooh. then he might he Ooh. does twists turns thrills are they though? <laughs> no. <laughs> Guys, what did you think? I just want to say to Claire, aren't you glad you went participant on the last ones? You had lower to sink. <laughs> oh. No, you know what? I feel like I'm in topsy turvy land. That episode was okay to me. It wasn't great by any means, but it wasn't a failure. I do have a follow up question. 
Who are you and what have you done with Claire? I don't know. In Claire's defense, I think this episode had good jokes. I think this episode had some really great one-liners in it. Yeah. Really great. The most bullshit fucking story. Yeah. (laughs) Like, this is Simpsons not giving a fuck. And look, I guess it's like mid-teens. This is around the time when they've pretty much done every story that they can possibly do. Mm -hmm. And I guess what they're doing is poking fun at the fact that, oh, this is how predictable it all unfolds and all that stuff. But... It just does come off cross as a bullshit, uh, convenient storyline. Does Ray Romano exist in, in the Simpsons world? He must. Well, it, they have the show on TV. That's the whole reference. It was just a plug for his show because at the end they were like, hey, still watch it. Watch it while you TV. can. It's mediocre fun, at best. Fun fact. Uh, two weeks after this episode aired, Everybody Loves Raymond had its final episode. Well, there we go. Did you guys watch it at all? Or? I watched it it was on, and because all the father's dialogue was great, and everybody else has sucked. Yeah. yeah, when I was like 12. Yeah. Yeah. It was a long time ago, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, it was just yeah. important to watch TV. It didn't really matter what. Yeah, and yeah. So... Yeah, I guess it was right at the end of the, like, three to five channel era. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, yeah, it was just on. Um, yeah, I, I hated it. Like, for the same reasons I hate Big Bang Theory, it's not that it's a bad show or an offensive show. It's just... It doesn't try hard. So if Ray Romano's mm. a real actor, I- person in the Simpsons world... Oh, no, he is. Have we seen him? Uh, we have had Boo Barella talk about, if you look closely, you'll see a young Ray Romano. Oh, Ooh. yeah. Okay, okay. So this is a different guy that happens to sound like Ray Romano and plugs yep. Everybody Loves Raymond, which yeah. is showing on the Fox network. And looks um, like Raymond. <laughs> and so they have a Fox network. Does, uh, does Ray Romano was CBS. They CBS. mentioned that at the end. Yeah. Ah, okay. That was part of the show. You should check it out on CBS. Yep. That's yep, a terrible yep. Ray Romano. That was, no, that was your Ray Romano? <laughs> to be fair, Ray, Ray Romano does a terrible Ray Romano. <laughs> oh! I thought he did a terrible Kermit the Frog. No, Kermit's delightful in every way. So Ray yeah, uh, storyline lies, <laughs> this was an A throughout. Mm-hmm. Yep. It yep. was bullshit. <laughs> mm. It was Look, pretty bad. I thought it was tolerable until the final conclusion. Yeah. Like, up until then it was a mediocre but relatively entertaining bland episode and then it just turned into total shit wait this wasn't an a throughout you forgot about the b oh my god yeah because it's so inconsequential there's a two scene fucking filler storyline of yeah they bring santa's little helper to the retirement home and then leaving there overnight and he immediately ages into an old dog and then lisa sits down and oh i'm old now fucking hated this and it goes so nowhere we literally forgot Mm. about it yeah I only, I only remember because I looked at my notes. I'm like, wacky quick age, waka waka fuck. Yeah, they spent more effort um, setting up why the dog was in the car than they did on that storyline. Mm. Mm. Look, I think this whole episode, the, the problem for both the A and B storylines is that they started off fine and they just crashed. Like, oh, they yeah. had nowhere to go with it. Uh, why was Stephen Hawking there? Because he I, owns a... Little Caesars down the road. Mm. No, I mean, functionally, why was he there? To explain the black hole at the end. Yeah, I thought his line about, yeah, I own the Little Caesars, like, that was fine, but everything around the bar and the surprise pissed me off. Yeah, mm. I mean, I do like Stephen Hawking is part is in the bar for the surprise. Yeah. It's I, just, uh, but what is this guy doing here? That was kind of funny, but yeah, everything yeah. else was I'm just, just in this scene now. It'll yeah. make sense by the end of the show. Yeah, pretty much. Really yep. weak way to bring a cameo in. Well, that whole bar scene was weak because, like, every time they cut between various shots of the bar, the amount of people in 
when the bar changed. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like when they're doing like the stare down looking at Homer, there's like 12 people in there and they do a side cut and like sometimes Hawking's is there and sometimes he's not. It's like yeah. that Rick and Morty episode where every time they cut, there's more people in the, sh- in the, in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Sex, Morty. Six. <laughs> I, well, the one joke I liked out of that was stool the, cake. Yeah, the stool cake. Because <laughs> I just like saying stool cake. Ew, actually, now, yeah, now, now that you've, you've said it. That. Yay, I ruined something. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I'm disgusted. But Sorry. I did I did like that. He's, he'd sort of, oh, I'll just go sit in the corner until you all stop being mad at me, which I thought was quite a cute little throwaway yeah. line. And then he, like, just crushed the chair. You don't know what's happened until. No, I thought they actually, that did a good job of setting up, like, Homer sort of, Getting a bunch upset. of misunderstandings yeah. into mm. a, setting him up to fail essentially. Yeah. That one was okay. I felt like his whole family being pissed off at him because it was raining and leaking. Yeah. That felt really like forced. Mm. Why was it his fault that it was raining so much? Why was it his fault that the roof was leaking? You're a bad father. You don't know how to fix roofs. You're yeah. not a trained and qualified roofer. You oh, piece of shit. Roofs be fixed by a woman of color. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the thing, because they've, they've thrown in a line about it's been leaking for a week. You still haven't fixed it or done anything about yeah. it. Yeah, Could okay. it but again, throw in a line and it would have gotten better. But as it was, it's, it's raining today. The leak has appeared today as far as we know. And you suck at life, Homer. Fuck off. Get the off. hell yeah. over it, guys. Yeah. Give him a break. Well, I think it was fine for, for Marge to get shitty with him because I feel like their argument history would yeah. allow her yeah. a, a yeah. few little blow-ups. So where she was like, you know, when you can't even put a roof over your family's head, that made sense. But yeah. Lisa being mad, Bart wanting to suddenly go to college and the soggy crackers meant that he can't do that anymore. Yeah. Was that just a Ritz plug? Like, Yeah, it was. They did show Ritz front and center. That's what you want. Wasn't I like mean, they called roots. it Ritzy. So yeah, it was a Palport, but not really. I like that we've shortened Parallel Import now. Oh, pal- no, no, no. Uh, worst episode ever did. Oh, wait, they've taken your term and run with it and shortened it? <laughs> yeah, they took my turn. Patent pending. And, and briefed it. <laughs> they did a Palport. <laughs> they Palported my Parallel Import. Well, congratulations. Well. You've affected a bigger <laughs> show. But look, I liked Lisa's thing uh, because especially like that whole Hot Wheels sequence, like that was, yeah, was funny to me. Yeah. yeah. Hamster hit his head on the way out through the metal box. Yeah. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, I hate how the cat drowned though. That, that was... was morbid. Well, this thing, it happens. Okay, so yeah, yeah the, the keel is turned into quicksand with all the rain. But that's in like the kitchen and Homer reacts to it at the front door. You're like, yeah. yeah. That ruined it for me. Yeah, it was weird. It's like, I how does he mind... know that's happening? I didn't mind the cat quicksand because, yeah. you know, the, the poor animals of the Simpsons household never catch a break they've been through a many snowball cats too <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but i just wish they stopped it before it fully submerged and then they hang on the shot of its tail kind of crimping and Crimps, <laughs> but it's up so it's alive <sighs> i guess maybe have the dog pull it out by the tail you know it'd be kind of cute that'd be fun yeah so the setup wasn't that great and what about ray romano's performance himself what did you guys think of him considering it was ray romano and as soon as he appeared on screen beach went yeah it's true (laughs) which kind of summarized everybody's feelings i feel but uh he was was fine actually i think the problem was with this his script more Mm. than his acting you know oh definitely i think there were actually a lot of better episodes of every love and love streaming than this sure that's saying something you can't (laughs) accuse an actor of writing the bad script you know you can't accuse ray romano of being an actor to be fair you can (laughs) accuse anyone of anything they can all be okay okay I, I, I knew that was coming. Yeah, way to crash the Hindenburg shag. <laughs> Damn it. You got me. You got me. Uh, I mean, the worst part of his performance was 
how suddenly Marge accuses Homer of that Ray's imaginary based on nothing, and then suddenly yeah, everyone yeah. agrees with her. There was no then, revelation as to why that yeah, happened. Yeah, and then like uh, Hibbert is just like, well, let's f- fucking electroshock Homer. You know, he's, yeah. he's gotta I've be. got enough circumstantial evidence for this. Circumstantial, <laughs> n- not even any of that. I mean, yeah. well, the other thing is, Bart didn't even bring up, like, if you saw your father talking to thin air. Yeah. Wouldn't you go over and be like, hey, you okay, Dad? Or like, go straight to Mom? Like, yeah, you you know? Again, just a scene where Bart walks up to Marge and goes, um, yes, got a foreshadowing, setting it up. Put that in instead of the stupid Santa's little helper storyline. Also, Bart approaches Homer from behind to tell him about the chandelier, whereas <gasps> Later he was actually on. standing behind Ray Romano, which is where so the black f- hole was. So they fucked it. Forgot their own blocking. God damn it! You know yeah. what? Black holes mess with a lot of perspective. <laughs> of course they do. <laughs> and they'd already set Bart up to not see Ray Romano for legitimate reasons. He had the tiles in front of him the whole yeah. time. Yeah. All they needed to do was go with. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't really see anyone there. Well, I, I was. I thought it was going to be you're in a big hardware store. Maybe someone carrying a mirror. You know. That's feasible. Yeah, yeah a non-bullshit uh, science babble explanation. Yeah, that'd be nice. I think they, look, I think what they were trying to go for was wackiness. They just didn't have enough of it with the nail gun fight, which was very, yeah. very uncomfortable. Like, yeah. Oh, that was gross and so... All right. The reason I liked this episode and I felt like it worked on... Well, I didn't like it, but it was possible for me, is that... They set Ray's character up to be so perfectly specific to Homer's character Mm. that it was very believable that Homer invented him because, you know, he didn't get at all mad for Homer to eat and drink all of his stuff. He was, for some reason, totally fine with getting shot with a nail gun and then started a nail gun fight and, but he hit Homer. If he hadn't actually hit Homer, that would have worked quite nicely with the... There's no proof in there. It's almost like that they didn't commit hard enough mm. to all this setup and they ended it with a bunch of bullshit. And even like Lisa's, oh, oh look, it's an anagram of an imaginary. That just felt so forced. Yeah, Homer is not doing that. <laughs> no, not even on a subconscious level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, we'll get back into more of the story, but play count. How many times have you seen this episode? At least once. I was getting a few vague memories of it, so I've probably seen at least part of it at some point, but not yep. much. I think I'm on the same page. It's it's it feels familiar, but I think this is the first time I've watched it and paid attention to mm. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know I've seen it at least three times, and I know I've actively avoided it. And <laughs> at least fifty. You know, uh, same thing. When we see Ray Romano come on, I go, ah, change the channel. <laughs> My does not pass the hangover test. Change on this. Why? Why does Ray Romano look like himself? Like, why does he not just be a Simpsons character? Why does Ray Mangini look like Ray Romano? who is also a person in this universe Mm -hmm. who likes Ray Romano. (laughs) Hey, that guy looks like me. I like this show. Watch it, Homer. Then again, Homer fell in love with that character on TV that had the same name as him and was really cool. And then when it actually started to resemble him as a person, he didn't Mm. like it anymore. Tell me, does the Fox Network show The Simpsons in The Simpsons? What? What? Because the Fox Network uh, exists, exists in the world of The Simpsons. Okay. So okay. do they then show them? I'm going to say no. Huh. But we have a behind the laughter. Oh, that's also true. true. Which they... What's real? <laughs> Ultimately, do you think this one felt like an episode of The Simpsons? No. It's t- that's a tough one. It's actually a tough one for me. 
Nobody was really in character when you actually think about it. Like Bart wanting to study, Marge uh, getting mad at the drop of a hat. Yep. Yeah. Oh, actually, yep. no, it was actually the drop of a hair. Ooh, <laughs> that was actually that good. Was, yeah, that was a good joke. Hair pulls and splashes yeah, on the face. Great yeah, yeah. visual. Yeah. Oh, Krusty's little line at the beginning, I quite enjoyed as well, and that was that was the really? you know yeah I didn't mind that not not the blah, 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 what part but the no Blockman I sold all up. my jokes yeah. to Jay Moore. <laughs> like actually that seems right because Jay Moore is such like a hacky fucking daytime comedy club comedian. Buys his jokes. Yeah. I fucking hate Jay Moore. He's so predictable. But yeah, the whole gibberish thing, and they do it later with Homer and in his electro shot, and yeah. just feels like an excuse to make Dan Castellani. Yeah. 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 Mm. yeah, they shouldn't have done it twice in the same episode. Mm-hmm. But just talking about the Kent Brockman storyline thing, this is actually a new thing that I've noticed in Simpsons is the newer episodes they have these cuts to Kent Brockman's news thing, but no one's watching the TV. They don't. Sure. They didn't even have a TV frame for this one, and there's no point to it. It's just... Just, I'm reporting the news. Whereas, like, we always mm. ask the question, were they watching television at the start of this episode? Mm-hmm. No one was actually watching TV. Mm. Well, no one was watching the cat either, but they saw that, so... <laughs> They're all psychic by this point. Marge even says later, I'm psychic. <laughs> and you expect that to be a setup for you told me last night when you were drunk, but she never says that. So no, like, it was. Uh, she was saying, uh, "Where did you meet this rain?" He's like, "Oh, I don't know. I'm sure you met him at Knockers, that bar we've never mentioned before." Or something. He was yeah, wearing he... a Knockers shirt, man. Yeah. Okay. Well, I wasn't paying that much attention. <laughs> you had already tuned out from the Ray Romano section. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You're just putting your head over your ears. He's imaginary. He's imaginary. <laughs> Beach, there were two really funny lines that we both laughed at a whole bunch. Do you remember either of them? Let me look at my notes to see if any of them have up arrows next to them. All right. Oh, uh, there was an owl eating a mouse on my pillow. Well, it looks like it'll be six more weeks of autumn. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a really good line, yeah. <sighs> Pleasantly oldie world. Oh, yeah. And uh, they're taking Bart to get circumcised. Yeah, that's a bit late. <laughs> yeah, it's like... And you're not going to tell him? Kind of feels like maybe you should bring that up. Yeah. <laughs> this is my high-pitched voice for serious content. But he was also fine the next scene. I mean... He wasn't, like, glaring at them going, why? <laughs> just one point. When they went back to pick up the dog from the retirement home, it was just Lisa there. <laughs> so this might have even been an abandoned storyline. Oh, no, no, because he was buying shingles with Homer. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. So inconsequential. It just makes you hate these uh, newer episodes because they're not as purposeful as the yeah. older ones. And then they go ahead and laugh at the idea of being purposeful at the end yeah. of the episode. Yeah. The shit dumb, feeling. Dumb feeling. I have bad. Well, thoughts. while we're on this topic, look, so we're all in agreement that everything felt a little out of whack. Yeah. Indeed, it's whack was not whack. whack. I'm fuck that up. I'm going to leave. All right. It's whack was not. It's whack was not on track. Oh, no. There we go. You got it. Yeah, stuck the landing. But what about the wackiness of the episode? Yeah, we're talking black holes. Mini black holes, people aging rapidly for no reason, people laughing at Ray Romano. It's all <laughs> things that make no sense. Savage. And I'm Beautiful work, Beach. Yeah, the wackiness about Santa's little helper aging in one scene was bullshit. I didn't mind the wackiness of the dead turtle. Really? <laughs> I don't know why. That that kind of Oh, it was dead when I found it. Yeah, him. exactly. I think that saved it because it wasn't Bart's like heartfelt cry to save yeah. his pet. It was like, no, I just found this dead turtle, I want to reanimate it. <laughs> I didn't yeah, mind with that. Science. <laughs> yeah, okay. Devoid of sentimentality. But yeah, yeah. the wackiness of the electroshock I hated and uh, the Robin Hood. Oh, but he, he historically he wasn't real. Did oh, they oh. did they resolve the 
the sudden aging thing, or was nope. that just like that a throwaway gag? That was, was that just bit. like yeah, it was a two Ha-ha. two scene story that must have been there to fill in time. Yeah, because yeah, when Santa's little helper is enjoying himself, that's really cute, and you're like, you had some good little sight gags when he's stealing wigs and playing tug of war <laughs> with IVs and yeah. yeah. And and I like the bit where like you start rolling your eye because Lisa's doing the oh recent studies show that geriatric and then yeah <laughs> and they're all just like shut up yeah. you're enjoying okay, it yeah. okay thank you That's why don't you scene. go rain on someone else's parade thank <laughs> you. even better that find a parade and rain on it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it that's a great scene and then the next scene they've gotten bored of it not they the actors the writers have gotten yeah. bored yeah. of that that was a lot of fun to have there I'm really I'm really sad that wasn't a plot line I feel like they've just tried to redo like heyday simpsons moments mm. so you know mojo jojo uh, not mojo jojo that i've mojo been watching jojo. the power mojo girls. jojo's on my, 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 my mind i really like the power puff girls <laughs> um you know pray for mojo like they get the really helpful animal and then they ruin like, it yeah. ruin it <laughs> oh laddie oh laddie yeah yeah so this is an example of that could probably be its own story mm. yeah at very least a much bigger b plot and a lot more fun but yeah. they could have also spent, ultimately, taken out those two miserable little scenes and spent more time in the build-up for Homer yeah. possibly being crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah. if they hadn't rushed that part, I think it could have been a pretty fun story. What are they trying to say, though? That old people shouldn't have pets? They called them leftovers at one point. <laughs> yeah, oh, that was that pretty was savage. Marge just says leftovers and the jaded nurse is like, nah, we don't call them that. Honestly, like the way she delivered it sounded like she's been in trouble for calling them <laughs> yeah, leftovers. Right? Yeah. Uh, they don't let me do that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wrap them in tinfoil like we used to. We know that that nursing home is like semi-decent because Homer is threatened to send Grandpa <laughs> to, to one of the worst ones <laughs> yeah. that he's seen on like 60 Minutes or something. And Homer himself has loved living yeah. in that nursing home mm. <laughs> it's like being a baby but you're old enough to appreciate it yeah <laughs> so yeah anything else on the wackiness of this episode i quite like the line where they do the hey look i come down with shingles ha 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 what's in the box yeah uh, the shingles <laughs> written across the front of it it's childish but it's, no. it, 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 it the pacing was actually funny it felt like a joke well you got that extra joke of you know he comes down the ladder with a case of shingles oh, i got a case of shingles and homer laughs at that without getting the, the pun yep. of it yep. so he's just laughing at a man with a sickness he came down with the shingles not the sickness all right guys <laughs> groan Ah, disturbing. Um, oh, the part where Homer's like running back and forth when they've semi-repaired the roof. He falls through it onto a pile of clothes and falls asleep <laughs> falls instantly. Asleep. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty wacky and Cute. somewhat amusing. Yeah. yeah. He's like, well, I'm lying in comfort now. Well. Honestly, I just like Marge coming back and going, oh my God, the hole is somehow bigger and you're asleep on our clothes. Like, yeah. <laughs> See, that makes him out to be a shitty person through accident. Yeah, exactly. So what about the heart of this episode? Did you feel these bumps? Yeah. No. Well, with the first scene at the nursing home. Yeah. Yep. That, that, that was what, quite sweet. That's what really makes me angry that that went nowhere, is that was actually really cute and fun. Well, and I, had potential. They gave the dog a little shawl and glasses yeah, when it became old. That is that's cute. That's sweet. And it couldn't bite a fly. Oh, know. but there was like sad heart when they were like, oh, you know, we've had that dog the, as long, as, as, I long as I can remember. Yeah. What dog? Who are you? I don't know. Yeah, that was like two beats too long. Yeah. Like, and yeah. And it was in a commercial break as well. So like really sad note to cut to your McDonald's yeah. add-on. They should have just <laughs> left it line. You've had that dog for as long as I can remember. What dog? Fine. That yeah. would have been it. Yeah. It's silly, but uh, uh, that's cutting it off at the right mm. point. Yeah. Mm. 
the rest, like, I actually thought the rest was funny. It just didn't feel in place in a... Th- if that was Statler and Waldorf doing that, it would have been great. Yeah, well, you know? everything's great when they do it. <laughs> uh, uh, we've seen that dog as long as I can remember. Here, and now I want to forget. Oh! <laughs> 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 um, new career path, Elliot. <laughs> can we walk around just doing that to people? <laughs> I've been waiting for this moment for so long <laughs> when I could just be old and critical <laughs> and snarky. <laughs> no, we'll just get like the little cutout stage box <laughs> and walk around. <laughs> <laughs> Movable box seats. <gasps> this uh, is lovely. You guys uh, found a calling tonight. Know, <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. So, yes or no, would you watch this episode again? Yeah, probably. I I don't like the episode, but it was only the very end that really killed it for me. Mm. The rest, I yeah. Yeah. Passes the hangover test, yeah. I don't really see why. Yeah, I, okay. you would pick the last episode of this episode. I would. I would. Oh, you guys, what's going on on this planet? But honestly, look, they both kind of passed the hangover test because, like, in a hangover, I could almost forgive this episode for being so bullshit because there are a few strong jokes, and I can. Just I like, would continue watching if I was still drinking. So if I have like a Bloody Mary, I'm like, okay, fine. Yeah. <laughs> what's up, episode? <laughs> All right, so we... Mixed ma- feelings. Mixed feelings. I'm watching mm. it again. What playlist does it belong in? Prominent guest stars. Electroshock yep. therapy. Homer's new best friends. Yeah, there's a bunch of those. Like hey, Carl hey, and- hey, if we talk about the Michael Jackson episode, that covers all these bases. Nice. <laughs> oh, yeah, because that, that's another one of a guest star not playing themselves. Guest star, Homer's best friend, and like mental asylum. Oh, mm-hmm. there you go. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah, Um, and Carmwood uh, mental facility. This was the one in... um. Uh, Hurricane Nettie. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. Foster, the Dan, God mercy on us all. Mm. All right. So, Claire, is there anything else about this episode that you'd like to mention? No, I think we've kind of covered it all. I mean, it, there wasn't a lot to it when it actually comes down to it. Oh, mm. one last joke that I didn't like was the chandelier bit. Oh, yeah. yeah that was so, I'm going to the prom now. <laughs> oh, there's a reason the chandelier on me is an inconvenience. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I've got 45 minutes to get to the prom. It's like opening up a plot point, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, and it came from Bart going, Oh, I played with a chainsaw. You know how I said I'd always hurt myself? Well, I hurt someone else. And you're like, Okay, well, someone's going to be severed in half or something. In the old days, or not even the old days, in the medium days, this is the medium days. I was really expecting him to turn around and like one eye to be popped out of his socket or something, you know? Mm. Mm. It was going to be something gross. Yeah. But no. I'm glad they avoided that, at least. Yeah, yeah. Um, BT, anything else you'd like to bring up? Is lunch. <laughs> <laughs> um, knockers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's all I got. Look, they did two jokes here that were really annoying to me where they said what it is, you know, um, I'm a depressed person at a bar. When's that ever happened? Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah. I did like the joke where, where he was just like, I need a beer and a friendly ear. And he's like, I got my own problems. I lost this eye today. <laughs> like, yeah. not what you'd expect. <laughs> yeah, the bar scene at Knockers, like, that was, like, felt like, uh, again, they were trying to make social commentary, but failing horribly. Yeah, yeah. it was Well, like yeah. how, you know, they, they've got Knockers They're and they have the sign. They're yeah. yeah. Don't look at it. Yeah. But it's making social commentary, but also... Not not like it's taking kind of a gross stance on it like oh 
well, if they're going to show it, then why can't I look at it sort of thing? Exactly. And I was like, well, what side of this argument are you on? You're just trying to placate everyone, yeah. but you're kind of just being gross in the end of it. Yeah. And, like, the simple fact is the women who work there, like, n- like they know what they're getting into and, like, they're allowed to like it. There's nothing wrong with flaunting what you got. Like, it's true. They, they shouldn't, like... Feel ashamed, and I feel like this episode sort of—it's a PG thirteen strip club, essentially. Yeah, yeah, but hey. Although I do find it really gross that people take like their kids there. It is weird. Yeah. Like if it was just kind of like yeah, sold as a bar, then fine. But it's really marketed as like this family friendly place. And it's like oh, yeah, teach your children okay. to disrespect, you know, wait stuff. Oh, well, I guess weird. Okay. For some reason, every time <laughs> comes down, he wants to go to Hooters, so we go there. So, and up on the wall, they have like a picture of like the founder with his two daughters and it's like in front of her hooters and it's like future hooters girls and it's like that's creepy as fuck that is creepy <laughs> on a fucking trump level yeah like, yeah. like yeah. <laughs> yeah oh i want to have sex with my daughter Prince. the daughter right here <laughs> sitting next to me Buy her clothes. Oh. oh now that we've dropped trump what do you think <laughs> of um Homer plus beer equals president. <laughs> I like that because that's like a drunk fantasy. You're like, hey, I get better and better on beer. The more beer I have, I could be president. And then he's like, my first act is president. <laughs> slam Boom, slam dunks. dunks. Yeah. See, that part of the joke I hated, but I just liked his drunk math. You know, roofer <laughs> plus home equals happy marriage. And then yeah. beer plus Homer equals car crash. Wait, Wait a minute. Let me think I about that it. Up, right? yeah. No, I'll be president. All right, so I'm just going to bring up a uh, wizard did it. Um, <laughs> yeah. So the bartenders are like, oh, I only saw you talking to yourself because I have an eye patch. Ray has a beer. Who served him that? If it wasn't oh. the bartender. Where did he get those nachos? Tell us what you know, bartender. Mm. I'll take the other eye. I thought you were going to say, I want his eye. <laughs> <laughs> that too. Um, I don't have too much to say about it, but I hated Frank's thing at the start. Yeah. Well, we're out at our pizza place with the extra cheese. Boring. No, he's all like, maybe God is bowling. Exactly as annoying as that. Yeah. Maybe Bullshit. God is bowling. What a piece of shit. <laughs> um, one of the things I really did like was Homer on the roof waiting for Ray to show up. That was cute. Yeah. He's coming now. No. Yeah. The whole fade into nighttime and the musical sting. No. Maybe cute isn't the word I'm thinking of exactly, but I really like how it illustrates that Homer is a child at heart, you know? He's a golden retriever, as we yeah. discussed. Yeah, yeah <laughs> absolutely. He's just waiting. He'll come. He'll come. It really highlights the simplicity of his character. You know, the yeah. childishness, the doggishness. Yeah. The, the parts where he's not stupid, he's just simple. And it's very like, sweet. Yeah. I yeah. like that Marge quickly went from being really annoyed with him and just being really sad and worried for him as yeah. well, yeah. which is very Marge yeah. to yeah. do that. I feel. I definitely feel like, as we addressed, there was a scene missing where she went from sad to having a reason to be suspicious that Ray yeah. doesn't exist. Later on, where they drop their evidence, where, like, Flanders didn't see, Bart didn't see, therefore he doesn't exist. That does, that feels like there's some sort of scene that makes her suspicious enough yeah. to go with those. Those don't feel, by themselves, they don't feel like evidence. Oh, those two people didn't see this guy. Yeah, I guess they attempt to build it up with Marge going at Homer in various points. Uh, who is this Ray? I've never met him. And then, yeah, the next yeah. scene. Barely, uh, Barely, yeah. Again, we said it. At that time that they took up with the Santa's little helper scene could have been a scene, a scene that they could have had the family build up suspicion. I concur. 
even while there's comical, you know, like uh, Benny Hill type going between doors so everybody misses each other. Yeah. Like, that would have been wacky, but, you know, kind of built up the storyline a bit yeah. more. Yeah. And, yeah, to their credit, they tried to do it, but I guess it did result in the good bit with, here, I drew this portrait of him. Mm. <laughs> what did you think I would feel like when I saw this? Probably mm. like this. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's missing some big, like, gothica or sixth sense moment where homer has the big freak out like am i crazy yeah. oh, is raven real am i crazy what's even going on here and he stares in the mirror and then yeah you know and then he finds his business card he's like no he is real for real there's the mm. there's this big question mark moment and he's gonna like be looking in the mirror and he's scribbled ray all over the mirror <laughs> yeah and, you know he looks down at his arms and <laughs> Wait a minute, Ray is Homer backwards. Yes, <laughs> yes. And we know that Homer gets weirdly attached to his new best friend, like Nettie, Nettie, and like yeah. running yeah. after him yeah. to him. And it's yeah. style, like that could have totally worked. Well, Ray yeah. just got creeped out by him after the he, <laughs> like he'd had enough beers at the bar, and then he'd been like way like huggy friends with with Ray, and so just Ray just changed his mind, didn't show up the next day. Yeah, absolutely. Like, Homer's rejection from everything else could have led to his desperation. Yeah. yeah. We could do, like, the Black Books thing where the next day he's like, what? I was the perfect gentleman. And he flashes. <laughs> <laughs> they both do their Who own flashbacks of events. <laughs> so, like, in Homer's flashbacks, yeah. he's, yeah. he's got Homer, the top Homer, you pass. didn't do Kabumbo, did you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I couldn't find a cigar. <laughs> Beach said in the last episode, the ones where we rewrite the episode to be better, yeah. we usually don't shouldn't rank too good. Yeah. I feel like we've really just solved this episode <laughs> <laughs> in Salted, so salted. many, so many ways. But like we said, it did lead to good jokes. Even the electroshock therapy, where I hated everything about it, hated like, the Robin Hood, hated Hibber with the hammer. But I loved the thing. Uh, don't eat the thing that you have to clamp down on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, <laughs> man, it's it, just yeah. rubber and Vaseline. Mudge, write that <laughs> recipe down. <laughs> I'm just scrolling through the Frinkiac script of it. Yeah. I'm at the part where where Ray goes. That's what I like about you, Homer. Everything impresses you. And Homer goes, impresses? What a big word. I'm going to look that up. Um, yeah. And then the next thing they do is Homer goes, I mainly bought this house with a view. And there's the shot of the crusty yeah. cereal. So one like, day that'll overflow and, and I'll, I'll be, be there. there. That was great. Two great jokes. Oh, I hated that bit. But I mean, <laughs> see, look, this is a good idea of why I think it's important to assemble a panel because mm. I watched this last week in preparation for this podcast. I and knew it. I hated every second of it. It. Wow. But I felt like the jokes always land better in a group. Mm. Mm. Well, I know when I'm in a group, I know when I'm supposed to laugh. <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it helps me simulate emotions. Uh, no, I think that line works just from his delivery. It's not like, yeah. that way when a goober flows, I'll be ready. I'm going to go stand underneath it with a ball and go, hmm, hmm. No, it's just like, this is, it's a quiet, I'll be ready. Mm. One yeah. day. Yeah. <laughs> Been waiting, but it's coming. I'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it feels like Homer just being Homer, I guess. Not being too Again, stupid. He's exactly being the golden retriever. Yeah. That everybody else wouldn't have bought the house for the really yeah. shitty, yeah. loud, squeaky billboard. That's exactly what he loves about it. Yeah. Chag, did you have any other notes about this episode? Uh, there was another really good joke in it, and I'm trying to scroll through to find it, but I look, it, we, we all know it was there. There were a bunch of good lines in a bad episode. Yep. That's sort of how I feel about it. There were mm. a bunch of good jokes in a bad episode. That is fair. And I enjoyed it through enough, but the ending was bad enough that I know it's going to taint whatever I say about this one. <laughs> taint. Uh, <laughs> I was just thinking, it's very much a first draft of yeah. the episode. Yeah, like, like, they came up with a semi-decent idea, 
and they didn't work on it at all. Like some very minor changes could have made this a quite enjoyable for everyone episode. Yeah. But they kind of just left it as like, oh, but we've got, you know, how are we going to finish this? Oh, make it a black hole. It's so wacky. Oh, that's the first idea I've heard. That's great. Here's another line. My dad used to take me down to Johnson's hardware. <laughs> Old man Johnson knew everything about fixing stuff. When they built this place, he hung himself. <laughs> Couldn't yeah. fix himself. Yeah. Sad. I wonder how what rope he used. Oh, it was aisle nine. <laughs> I like your idea of using Frankie. I probably could do that rather than actually notes. It's good, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that means it's time to rank this thing. Mm, yeah, salty. <laughs> You're the best, Beach. You can go first. Oh, wow. Uh, that's a lot of pressure. Okay. Fine, Chad can go first. No, I was going to do it. Fine, Beach can go first. Fuck. Oh, now I get to go first. <laughs> ha, I went first. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm skirting a participant failure here. I think we've talked about it enough that I got good jokes, that maybe it pulls itself out of the pit and we're the participant. I'm going to see how my gut box feels. Participant failure. No, participant. Alrighty then. Although I did like my voice on failure. <laughs> that was amazing. You'll have to remember that, that was for the next amazing failure. I can't do failure. it. Failure. You got to kind of grind at the end there. Ooh. Failure. I'm getting shit. Oh my don't god. Know, don't know, don't extend it though. Just failure. Failure. It's like you're subtly going between um, mm. Bruce Wayne and Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Which one failure. am I? <laughs> Bruce Batman. Bruce Man. Claire. Ah, uh, participant. Yeah, it's a nice solid participant for me. I didn't think it was bad enough to be a failure because I really, really didn't like the last episode a lot more than this one. But yeah, it's not good either. Mm-hmm. And Shag? i got to say failure. I've got to say it. There were a few really funny jokes, but the ending is really ugly, really badly written, crammed mm-hmm. together. I assume they're trying to point fun at themselves at like yep. TV shows with that get stuck in these plot points that there's no clean way out of. But there were way better ways out. We wrote a way better yeah. way out just uh, just then. Click like that. Boom, we're done. Um, I'm just looking at, oh, man, even Hibbert on the roof was really shit writing to me. Yeah, it was. Mm. The initial reveal was funny, but then the rest of it was bad. Yeah, there's no there's no way that would have happened. That was that was weak. I'm just looking at the Frankiac thing and the last line over the 20th Century Fox screen is Hawking. Stephen Hawking says, bada bing, bada boom, and we're done. But he does? Of course he does. Uh, sorry, I keep pausing we these things before. We haven't gotten that far yet. Oh, oh, oh. Loud the podcast. <laughs> I would have preferred the <laughs> robotic... <laughs> sh- <laughs> sh- yeah, sh- that would have been great. So look, just, I feel that when I say <laughs> failure, I am fully justified in that. I'm, I'm surprised uh, because I'm, I'm going participant and... Man, this could have been bronze if they didn't just lose confidence and bullshit so much of Agreed. it. Agreed. Because there were a lot of decent jokes. I probably actually laughed more in this episode than I did the last one. But you can't have something funny and just wrap it up in bullshit. Mm. It's just bullshit. That's how you get everyone loves Raymond. <laughs> oh! Boom! Last burn. <laughs> I only kind of mildly dislike that show. I don't even hate it. <sighs> Look... <laughs> It's just, it's just on, you yeah, know? Yeah, it's on. It's TV <laughs> that is on because it's on TV. Yeah. Anyway, so that actually, I think that sits good. It sits at a dull participant. <laughs> um, it joins such episodes as Mobile Homer, um, Dangerous Curves, the one we watched, the weird story told in three time periods. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Whiskey Business, the story of Moe and his new suit. 
Um, <laughs> Havana Wild Weekend, the Cuba episode, and Twenty Tooth for Thirty, another oh, episode we watched Cuba recently. Weekend. Yeah. yeah. The the bar, uh, basketball fixing yeah. episode. Oh, yeah. that yeah. Yeah. Feels about right. There are worse episodes than all of those. That's true. And this one. Yeah, this sits nicely in amongst those. Mm. All right. Let's uh, wash our mouth out of the horrible taste of the teens <laughs> era and uh, rinse it with the Listerine of the early years. That was beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> Although um, we- it really sounds like some sort of... It doesn't sound good, Elliot. Wash your mouth you know out what from this teenager good? and have some early years. <laughs> you no. know what? You know what sounds tasty? What does? Num num, good salt lick. <laughs> hey, nice. <gasps> Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Elliot. All right, we'll be back with Lisa's pony right after this. Riding my pony. I'd cue shag of killing Farlap. Waiting, coming, jump on it. We are back and we just watched our final episode for this evening on episode 50, which by the way, we're recording on the 4th of July, which as all Australians know, this is the day that we celebrate Independence Day, the classic cult movie starring Jeff Goldblum. (laughs) Guys, what did you think of Independence Day? We will not go quietly into the night. (laughs) We will not give up without a fight. We're going to live on. We're going to survive. Today... We celebrate our Independence Day. Oh my God, BT Pullman, everybody! <laughs> Thank you. I did nothing. Welcome to Earth. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I call a close encounter. Sweet. I really want to watch that movie now. It's delightful. <laughs> anyway. too, it's a great movie. Uh, it's got Laura Roslin in it. Oh yeah. And Harvey Firestein. <laughs> I gotta call my mom. Gotta punch my nipples. <laughs> ow! 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 <laughs> <laughs> and we are back and we just watched our classic episode for the evening this was season three episode eight lisa's pony first released in 1991 a great palindromic oh. year this episode was written by al Jean and mike reese in this episode homer disappoints lisa by not bringing her four and a half read for her talent show alto or tenor oh i can't um <laughs> So to make it up for it, he buys her a pony, but then ends up taking a second job at the Quickie Mart to pay for the fees that a pony costs, and in it, Lisa has to make a difficult decision. Guys, what did you think? I love this episode! Oh my god, so much heart. I love it way more even than I remembered loving it. Like, I went into (laughs) it going, oh my god, I really love this episode, and then as an adult, because I actually haven't seen it for a really Mm. long time, so many good jokes, so many, like fast paced lots all like so many favorite moments of the mm. simpsons all oh, jammed yeah. into this oh, one episode yeah. so many things that were just baked into your head over the yeah. years that so many things we didn't catch as well yeah oh, i haven't God. seen this in such a long time yeah let's just get straight ahead to the question did any jokes fly over your head back in the day hey, you on the pony farm you got to take a left to the rendering plant <laughs> oh, 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 oh. See, uh, now that I know what that's referencing, that joke's going to stick with me. Mm. And the usury joke as well. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Burns. Oh, silly me. (laughs) I must have made up a word that doesn't exist. Anywho. For those playing at home, usury means a person who lends money at an unusually high rate or interest. Mm. (laughs) I I liked early Burns and Smithers. They were really snarky with each other. They had a great little back and forth. Mm. Oh, I was just remembering something funny Smithers did earlier. I didn't do anything funny. Shut up. 
up. Yeah, it's so funny because he seems so like savvy when it comes to defending Burns, but then in that moment yeah. where he's requiring a bit of finesse, he's just <laughs> shut up. <laughs> it seemed actually like a little. It reminded me of a Lenny and Carl moment. Shut yeah. up. <laughs> the other joke that flew over my head was a poo was goes. Oh my god, the person that you replaced is rolling around in his grave. <laughs> <laughs> no, the oh, young man. man that you replaced. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And another dark joke that flew over my head, mostly because I hadn't seen The Godfather until I was about 22. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) This was good. You like this one? Oh, man. (laughs) Um, Of course, everyone already knows what we're about to say before we say it, so we can kind of brush through it. But you know the bit where Lisa wakes up and there's something in the bed next to her and the music is just Mm. just like... It's exactly Um, the bit. Oh, yeah. It's music that you can only really describe by putting your forefingers against your thumb and... (laughs) Holding them ascended towards the sky. Italians describe like this. <laughs> um, and so she throws back the bed sheets and screams as she finds the freakish head of the, the racehorse that she... Wait a second. I'm not in The Godfather. <laughs> this pony's not dead. Father, I love you! <laughs> that was so great. The whole directing, the whole mood change for mm. that lead up as well is just perfect. Yeah. And then it leads into such a lovely little... You, I love you, Dad! <laughs> I know. <laughs> this was such a surprise for me because, yeah, like I said, I didn't see The Godfather until I was to, like 22. And I didn't know that was what that was referencing. So, oh, like, yeah. that scene comes up and I'm like, oh, my God, The Simpsons have done it again. Yeah. <laughs> and it it's, starts, sorry, with a whole 2001 bit as well. Oh, yeah, uh, yes. Damn, uh, they're just dropping them left and right. Yeah, oh, yeah, technically, I only, like, get this joke theoretically. You've, you've seen I ha- enough references on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, for to sure. To Zool, a space odyssey. But this was the beauty <laughs> about... <laughs> you delightful son of a bitch. Uh. Stealing it from the sketch show. Gotta, gotta say where my jokes come from. Sorry, um, but... Um, this was the beauty of early Simpsons. It was... You didn't have to know the reference for it to be a funny joke. The direction and everything was still good. I mean, the space was a bit, you know, all the monkeys seeing the obelisk. Obelisk, Thank you. (laughs) And they're all, you know, using tools and building fire. And he sort of just like looks at it, pushes it a little bit and like leans leans back. And then it fades into like, you didn't have to have seen that movie. It was still a, you got the joke. Yeah. I super love the cross reference where it's then Homer sleeping. Who's like, <laughs> so good. I love that. Um, I was just looking because I've started freaky acting as we go. I, I like having the script in front of me. Talking before about uh, Burns, the user, usurer, usury laws. Usury. Is he a usury or usury? He would be a usury. Anyway. Anyway. Oh, silly me. I must have just made up a word that doesn't exist. Do we already mention the part that comes after that where he's like, now what is the purpose of this loan? I want to buy a pony. Isn't that cute? Smithers, he's planning on joining the horse, he said. That's it, isn't it? You're not planning to eat it. <laughs> we, this was a quote. This was a meme in our family. <laughs> like, it's shit like the weird shit like this that stuck. Like, yeah. Well, the one thing that stuck with me is the snur. <laughs> You're not even saying <laughs> real words anymore. <laughs> 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 like, I have to, I have to guiltily admit that I do this to Daniel a lot. <laughs> I'll just, you know, fill in the blank yeah. with noises. Yeah. I just really like how, like, cheerily he says it as well. I was like, "You're not even saying words anymore." Duh. 
<laughs> well, let's uh, let's just briefly talk about the story in broad terms. Like Lisa gets a pony. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, it's one that you can just surmise. In All a right, sentence, we can narrow it? down a little. What about um. <laughs> Scottish deer hound. <laughs> hey, this is a dog. You've really got to sound it out, though. Scottish yeah. deer hound. No, no, no. Oh, oh, my friend, you're smarter than I gave you credit for. Even better. It starts off with him leaning against the sign. You pet it, you bought it. And he goes, what's that smell? Oh, it's you. He, <laughs> like, he works in a pet store. Homer walks in. And then he says, what's that smell? Oh, he's fuck. such an asshole, but he's so like one fantastic. of the best bit characters. Oh uh, yeah. So play count. How many millions of times have you seen this episode? All the millions. Yeah, heaps. But only in when I, only when I was younger. I haven't yeah. seen it for many years. Yeah, I don't tend to revisit season three that much because I kind of overdid it back in the day. Mm. It's fair. This is, well, this is ingrained in our heads. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So, so ingrained. Like, I mean, how long do you think it's been since you've seen it? Like 20 years? Probably less than that. 10? Yeah, yeah, I'd say at least 10, 15. The second he 10 said... 10 or 15, The sure. second he said, num, num, good salt lick, we all like, <laughs> ah! <laughs> yeah, I, I like activated those synapses in your brain yeah. and... So, I almost don't have to ask it. Did it feel like an episode of The Simpsons? God, yes. Indeed it did. Fundamental Simpsons. The only character that's off is Ralph. And that's only based on out, like yeah, yeah that, that's the thing. It's Old only based Ralph, on later as Ralph. brought up by one of our episodes a while back with a very wriggly. Yeah, he Lisa was a Queen. suave mofo. Yeah, yeah, he he had a more active role. I guess that's what they were going for. <laughs> like this was like this reoccurring bit with Ralph and this other kid yeah. to have like yeah. a yeah. little bit yeah. of banter over Lisa. Well, and she sure has tamed that horse. But what man can nice. tame her? And once again. <laughs> Done by two James L. Joneses. <laughs> she sure has tamed that horse. But what man can tame her? <laughs> See, it doesn't work because that's actually a smooth ass line. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very wriggly. <laughs> Very wriggly. <laughs> don't think that. The other thing that you don't understand as a kid, even though it's a main plot point is just how much money this must cost them. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. you know it's expensive and he has to take up two jobs, but as an adult, you're just like, holy shit, man. Like, it's what, what 500 a week for the, the horse yeah. to be boarded or something? And this is 90s money as yeah. well. Yeah. yeah. It was worth more back and then. And US money. I mean, mm. that's worth like twice 90s Australian US money's. money, yeah. Damn. You, you really feel for it when Marge is going through the bills. Like, mm. as a as an adult, that gives me some anxiety. I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> sell the horse. <laughs> what are you, yeah. mad? Christ, but, just watching poor Homer just wreck himself for his mm. kid's happiness. This is a really powerful episode. I mean, we've, uh, we haven't really gotten up to feels and things, but I think just in terms of ideas, what they're going through is some big stuff. Yeah, well, I mean... Yeah, we're talking about feels. We're talking about Homer and integrity of characters. See, this is, once again, yeah, Homer. Yeah. He did something really, really stupid and irresponsible, and he spent Act 2 and 3 trying to make up for that. Yeah, mm, I think yeah. you're right. Like, you know, it wasn't even something really stupid and irresponsible. I've got five minutes before I have to be there. I'm going to have a beer. It's not that bad. It's it's bad. Yeah, leaving 15 seconds. Leaving 15 yeah. <laughs> seconds to get to the recital hall. It's bad, but it's not like like a huge mistake. But to me, the big thing is that he tries to buy his way out of the bad problem, and suddenly it works. He's bought his daughter's love with... But then he has to pay so much more. That's right. It's mm. like Stiltskin, you know? And they do have <laughs> that great back and forth between him and Marge where... 
she's like, you just need to spend time with her. And he's like, no, no, no go back to that quick fix thing. That's not <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Your yeah. suggestion of a quick fix thing. <laughs> sounds like someone's angling for a pony of her own. First, you didn't want me to buy the pony. Now you want me to take it back. <laughs> Make up your mind. You know, this is the time where Simpsons had actually really good but not in your face morals yeah the fact uh, like his stuff up homer's stuff up was not one small stuff up of you know ruining her recital it was a lifetime of putting her second mm. in amongst yep. whatever yeah, he wanted to do at the time they like, cut to that uh baby video yeah. exactly and yeah. that's what builds the foundation for the heart it's not this one thing where you think gosh you know lisa really should forgive him for this but you can see there's a pattern of behavior that he mm. doesn't even recognize until he goes back and sees it for himself well no it, it really ties into the integrity of the characters as well because yeah like you said this is a build-up not just with this episode alone but like previous episodes you wouldn't even need the tape and you can assume yeah mm. That's from the lifetime, but they do go to the extra effort of having that tape and showing yeah. the sections, which you then get some great laughs out of, like the plane, the plane. No, my small freakish friend, that's a seagull. <laughs> Jokes that flew over my head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the thing is, it, it wasn't. You know, like they watched this back, and Marge didn't jump down his throat. She didn't hate him. She's just like, we'll fix it. You know, yeah. she was mm. very supportive. She was supportive, loving Marge. Yeah, she's like, you got us into this. You figure it out. And the moral is driven home with the fact that all he needed to do was make the sacrifice of his time for her. And due to his own trying to do a quick fix, he ended up sacrificing time for her. And that's what made her forgive him ultimately and properly forgive him Mm. and not just accept the quick fix. Because it was shown he was making an effort. Yeah, Exactly. And this is The Simpsons. When you talk about the heart, it's, it's so often missing these days because the moral is shoved down your throat with no... It's 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 told it's not shown whereas it's this one was very baked, much shown. It's a half thought moral these days mm. as well. Yeah. Well, we are jumping ahead to the heart. It's a complicated heart as well. And you see that moment where Marge uh, tells Lisa what's going on, you know, cuz the yeah. Quickie Mart thing was kept secret. He from the sold kids. his ride on the Duff blimp. Mm. Yeah. And Lisa goes, "God, all the years I've wanted to be treated as an adult <laughs> have blown up in my face." Yeah. That is a complicated feeling Isn't to that? explore. Isn't that huge? Yeah. And that's not something that's probably why the other things not the joke but the feeling that goes over your head when you're a child you yeah. know you understand what she's saying but mm. you don't realize that until you've kind of lived through it where you're thinking oh shit this is the first time i've had to be an adult yeah. you know make yeah sacrifice mm. yeah and, and it's like yeah lisa had to learn to make the sacrifice as homer did as well and oh my god <laughs> this episode is so purposeful and awesome <laughs> all the hearts yeah. so many hearts you meanwhile have- liberty bell Liberty Bell. (laughs) Three Liberty Bells. Oh, congratulations, Mr. Homer. Now, if you'll just let me see this ticket. (laughs) (laughs) There's also a really great joke in that scene, which is, if you needed money, you could have just stuck a gun in my ribs. Oh, Betty Etsy, I help one at sign. I love all of Apu's little asides about life as a quickie mart. You know, owner slash employee. As a quickie might employee, you will be shot at. Each of these bullet wounds is a badge of honor. Here's a tip. Try taking it in the shoulder. (laughs) (laughs) He's got a sort of, is it borderline like nihilism, realism? I think it's like a zen, actually. He slept, he stole, he was rude to the customers, but still. 
There goes the best damned employee yeah. a convenience store ever had. Because he has the spirit. It's very zen. It's like, yeah. you, you didn't perform mm. the work, but you understood the duty. <laughs> Baby, while I'm busy pleasuring you, that man is ruining our store. <laughs> <laughs> I loved saying, yeah, the glimpse of Bachelor Up Who. Uh, yeah. Nice. Oh, um, while we're going, parts that are really poignantly heartfelt and really accurately reflect part of human life. Yep. is Grandpa playing video games yes. with Bart. Oh, yes. my say, God. And I love this wasn't a B story or wasn't forced into an explanation. Yeah. It was just kind of there. It wasn't a story. Fun. It was just a, it was a one shot. It was yeah. just a scene. It was also good because it was coming back from an act, act break. Like, these act breaks do actually make more sense when you've actually yeah. got commercials you in between in them. You come in on something that's not crucial. Yeah. It eases you back in the storyline. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're busy doing something through the ads. This was a really beautiful, poignant part of life. Mm. The part where yeah. you're like, maybe I don't connect with kids anymore, or these stupid like games, or at the same time, you're the kid and you're like, come on, dad, it's not that hard to program a VCR. Just or move the joystick. <laughs> What's a joystick? You didn't yeah. tell me. <laughs> Got down on the floor for this. <laughs> oh, I thought I was that guy. Perfect. <laughs> so many times I've tried to teach the dad or someone sure. older than me mm. how to play this game that seems so obvious to me as a kid. I've been playing this game all day and I'm like, and they're just like, what, what? Which which of these bright, stupid lights flashing? My, I'm, like, oh, I'm dead again. Do I need yeah. to put another dollar in? <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> no, I really like the idea of trying to introduce someone who's never played video games before to like Smash Brothers, where yeah. there's so much information coming at you at once. It's you really have to have been there with the series for a while to know what the yeah. fuck is Actually, going that on. brings me to a good point. I introduced my cousins to Smash Brothers. They'd never played it before, and they got it immediately. Oh, really? Because they, they were just gamers, but they'd never had a Nintendo console. Like They're young. They're like 10 or something. Even then, health bars work differently. Yeah. Um, there's just a lot of random shit happening on the level. Generation thing, man. Yeah. They used to, like, fast-paced um, televisual stimulus. That's yeah. it. Televisual and, stimulus. And, like, Ooh. my mother and their mother are watching us all play Smash Brothers together, and they're like, what the fuck is going, going on? on? Yeah. <laughs> I want to quickly talk about the intrafamilial relationships. Hey, Jordan. Um, I was thinking, who's going to be the first to bring yeah, that up? Yeah, I know. <laughs> and it's not even particularly about that. I, I think one of my favorite parts of this episode is the stark contrast from cutting between Homer just like collapsing Mm, at work, yeah. at both works, at the car, at the things, like a dying star. He's just like, he is a wreck. And it'll cut to a scene of Lisa mm, being the happiest girl in the world in her little stable with her pony. And th there's one where she's like, you haven't touched your salt lick. Num, num, good salt lick. <laughs> and she's so happy. She's playing she's the just saxophone like, and the, Yeah, that the was the other one. And the pony's like, listening. Like, and, and like having this, is a, this is another song about a girl with a pony. That's an interesting point to make because like we are talking about before, the uselessness of the B story and the other one with Santa's Little Helper, this is useful cuts. They are yeah. purposeful. Mm -hmm. They totally contrast. Yeah. Like Homer is sacrificing, sacrificing, and he's yeah. falling apart trying to martyr himself. He is killing himself in order to make his daughter happy. And then, boom, it's working. His daughter's happy. His daughter is so happy. But he's killing himself. Cut back. He's just like... How long do horses live? 30 what? years. And his little oh. tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> Must monitor core. <laughs> to be fair, he sleeps on the job a lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's not uncommon. But the other thing that makes this 
a really enjoyable episode is there's always the trope of the kid really wants something, then it gets it, then doesn't want to play with it. Like, I mean, they've done it with yeah. Bone Storm oh, yeah. and everything yeah. like that. But you can see Lisa filthy after cleaning off her horse, just going, you are so beautiful. <laughs> like, yeah. she's really putting in the effort. She's spending yeah. all her time with this. She's taking elocution she's lessons. She's so happy. <laughs> she's so in love with this horse. And, and she's Lisa. Like, she what really... What Homer's done has you worked. Know, thought about you what know? she wanted. Homer's gotten what he wanted. Mm. The poor guy. And there's the po- the tipping point where, like, she calls him at work. I just wanted to say I love you, yeah. Dad. With yeah. reused as some animation from when she had the mumps. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, because, she was yeah. a little mumpy, wasn't she? Yeah, well, and you it's also the- pointed out, why has Homer got red shoes? And yeah, they're the assassins. Yeah. 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 Bit of shame. Um, because the mumps, I mean, the the, the, the mump cheeks were, were clearly Very there. Prominent. And then just like, vump, never mentioned. But yeah. it was still, but even if they had to reuse the animation, it was still a good scene because and it, was the, it actually oh, yeah. woke him up. Yeah. You know, to give her more love. Like, yeah. it was, you know, like, he oh, still couldn't get any rest. Is she going to stop loving me? That was the line. <laughs> it's, like, it's almost a tipping point. It's not, but it's like him realizing that maybe I'm in over my head, you know? And it's great because this is sort of him realizing the enormity of his situation. And then it's echoed because he gets home and falls asleep in the car. And then mm. she mm. finds out just the enormity of his situation. And she has the same realization that he's trying so hard to 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 make their relationship work, and then she tries so hard as well. It's beautiful. It's a really it, powerful thing. It is a thing. really sad moment as well, because mm. she's like, "You're gonna make me give her up," and like she backs away. Yeah, like, and steps into shadow. Yeah, it's, uh, it's the so fact sad. that Marge goes, "No one's gonna make you give up anything," Bart's like, <laughs> "Just give me five minutes alone with her." <laughs> yeah. But then she goes, "No, you have to make the decision by yourself." That is a heart moment in itself. Mm-hmm. And I like that they were that you know they had the joke in there. They had Bart being the like. Ha, he works at the Quirky Mart. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll get her to give up that pony. That's almost the child, the joke for the That's kids. It. Yeah. Then there's the joke for the adults about all these years I've lobbied to be an adult have blown up in my face. Exactly. Yeah. And they had those layers. And the joke that Bart made didn't take away from the actual very sad, yeah. difficult yeah. situation. Like you still felt like, you know, he's being a brother. He's being 10 years old and, and being a little bit immature as well. And importantly, he's adding something to an episode that he's not technically no, a part Bart of. No, Bart is here mm. to kind of just pepper in little jokes and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, we see this a lot, especially in the new ones. They've got a, like a, let's say, a Homer Lisa-centric storyline and they sort of, you know, shoehorn Bart or Marge in for, you know, bullshit reasons. But no, again, like you were saying, there is purpose to Bart's presence in this episode. I think he's actually such a good contrast yeah. As a child, Lisa is always so adult and it really highlights the fact that, oh, mm. I've really asked for this and now I've gotten, I don't yep. want it. I want to be the kid that doesn't and, have to give up her pony. Yeah. And Bart yeah. like, hey, that's unfair. She's getting something I'm not. I want a moped. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, you love me so you don't get squashed. <laughs> <laughs> I love Homer's like understanding of love in this. Huh, I know you love me. You don't get squashed. <laughs> and then to Marge later, ha ha, you love yeah, me. <laughs> I, I love how he says it kind of tauntingly to Bart. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. you love me so you don't get squat, <laughs> <Yeah>. sucker. <laughs> Way to love me for nothing. So uh, just quickly diverging at one point, there was also another bit of reuse animation where Marge and Homer are talking in bed. I'm going to go into more detail with this in uh, our next no review special. I don't know when that's going to be, but a listener brought up recently that I misquoted something <gasps> about the whole relationship with Klasky uh, Klasky Cuspo with the Simpsons. Mm-hmm. 
I'd said that they uh, stopped animating in season one. They actually stopped in season three. That's why in season three you see a few episodes with reused mm. animation. There's more to the story. I want to go into it, but that's going to be in our next No Review special. So Ooh. thank you, David Green, for pointing that out. I'll go into more detail at a later date. But just while we're here, I'm going to do a quick corrections index. <laughs> um, Homer is six feet tall. Marge at one point is four foot ten seven one with hair and at another point she's six foot four and eight foot six wait, with wait, hair four Whoa. ten without four hair ten. Yeah. six foot four it's wildly inconsistent this yeah does uh, how tall is sense. it when she robs the quickie mart the quickie mart was the six four and eight six okay eight Shit. six she can't fit through the door no six four is crazy a poem that you write to fit in a shape is literally called a shape poem. I'm not surprised. Beach, it's Matt Stone and Trey Parker, not Matt Parker and Trey Stone. <laughs> I made no errors. <laughs> Bleep bloop. Um, oh, I brought this up in the last podcast. In The Good, The Sad and The Drugly, Homer picks a fight with his own reflection in a lake. I said this might have been done in a Family Guy episode, and it was, where Peter picks a fight with himself in the reflecting pool at Washington, D.C. That Family Guy came out a year later after the Simpsons bit, and also before in the last episode we watched Don't Fear the Roofer, Homer says, uh, me and Ray, we finish each other's sandwiches. Yep. One year before the Arrested Development bit. Ooh. Really? Yeah. Wow. I was wondering about that. I wanted to mention that line, but I felt like, oh, maybe it had already become a pop culture thing. I feel yeah. like that already was. I mean, was this the origin of that bit? Surely not. Simpsons have pushed off a bunch of things, though. It's they true. started mm, a bunch true. of bits. Meh. Snah. <laughs> but. And um, that's it for the corrections index. Now let's get back to the questionnaire. The wackiness of this episode. The horse in the car. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but hilarious. And Homer that expects the horse will sleep snugly between the cars. <laughs> Expectations aren't wacky. Yeah, um, you could expect anything. For instance, one day I suspect Shag will tell us what really happened to the Lindbergh baby. Dun, dun, those wild dun. and groundless ac- those wild and groundless accusations. Yeah, but they're fun. <laughs> Try them sometimes. Uh, wackiness. I don't think wackiness <laughs> is a prime factor here because a lot of the poignancy and the the emotion comes from how real this could have happened to anyone. Guys. How many people have yeah. fallen asleep with their head between the fucking Apu Quickie Mart the thing? The dream it- sequence. We're all glossing oh. over the dream sequence. Is that what that was? Okay. Yeah. Well, I thought the wackiest thing was Lisa Simpson's sacks. <laughs> Tell me about the wacky sex. <laughs> <laughs> I thought yeah. that was nice. Yeah, that was a pretty horrible rendition of Stormy Weather. I thought it was delightful. Uh, he said, monster. Stormy Leather, I mean, weather. Um, yeah, we'll jump back to the dream sequence in a sec, but let's talk about, uh, yeah, the wackiness um, was sort of so, uh, contained in the talent show. Pretty much everyone's amazing. Skinner hates everybody. Yeah. Yes. It's the best. Sherry throwing <laughs> knives at Terry. And- yeah. Holy shit. One kid's balanced on like eight different chairs. He's like, God, this is terrible. And the best act of all, my dingling. My dingling. <laughs> I, I want you to play. This act with is my- over. You know, that was <laughs> Chuck Berry's only number one. <laughs> Amazing. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Fuck you, history. The Beatles got a number one with Rollover Beethoven. <laughs> and not Chuck Berry. <laughs> well, they hadn't seen Back to the Future yet, so. No, that's true. They hadn't Yeesh. called their cousins on the. Yeesh. <laughs> I'm I'm not eating at you guys. I'm eating at history. Yeah, but yeah, Jerk. just talking about the the talent contest as well. 
I can't believe this, and this was in my subconscious when we we're talking about the judges in the first mm, episode we yeah. watched this evening. Mm. The panel was literally groundskeeper Willie, lunch lady Doris, and some other guy. Bleeding gums Murphy, <laughs> Bleeding you gums monster. Murphy. Yeah, yeah. I like how he was really amused by Bart. <laughs> yeah, he loved it. <laughs> that was a good little sight. Look at me. I print the book in there. And he does so much prep into getting into yeah. character. Oh, uh, this boy of a thousand voices has become the boy of a thousand days detention. Today's special is refried dog poop. <laughs> Ten. So childlike. The other wacky part was Marge imagining where Homer could be. Started off oh, with yes. changing the tire. Yeah. Yeah. Then there's a bear. And then there's, he's been abducted by aliens. Unlikely. <laughs> Drinking at Moe's. Bingo. (laughs) Your father will be here soon. That was great. Uh, This probably leads us well into Homer's sleepy time fantasy, which was beautiful. Mm. On the one hand, it really reminds me of like early 50s, 60s, like Kleenex ads and and, and, and... like tissues and, yeah. and toilet paper and, and smiling moons and looking stuff. down on you happily. Yeah, as absolutely. You like At the same time, it's also really reminiscent of like uh, Merry Melodies sort of mm-hmm. things before mm-hmm. like Looney Tunes really became established to how they were all like there was. The one that I always remember is the one of like the pin man and the balloon people. Um, and it, they're always got that sort of happier than life and everything's yeah. bouncing and everything's really sweet and the music is. It was just a magical thing altogether. It was. And just like the way his car transforms into a bed. Yeah. And then there's a bunch of beds there's on the highway. angels yeah. in suits lifting yeah. up. <laughs> to each other. It's perfect. And I like it's- that. He's still, uh, you know, when it goes from his uh, bed with a bit of cloud dragging behind it to his car with a bit of fence post <laughs> yeah. dragging behind it. Yeah. And he still um, somehow manages to like pull, pull into it his driveway, perfectly. hit something. Then then he's got the saw comes Bench down saw, yeah. his head. Yeah. Oh, he doesn't even notice. Ow. He's just like on the way to bed. But um, just speaking as to how much this speaks to us now as adults, like, oh my God, that fantasy looks so nice. I know. Yeah. That's it. I yeah. was actually so going to say. Sleep. You don't know what true tiredness is until you're an adult. Like, because when you're a kid, you can fall asleep anywhere. I think I've had four hours sleep every night for at least the last week now. Oy, man. You should yeah. really give back that pony. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it. Claire. Claire. No one's going to make you give it up. Well, good, because I'm not going to. Uh, the alternative. Oh, God. Um, I know we're in fantasy, good, so but <laughs> nope, um, no. I think the beauty of the cartoon is that it's the sort of fantasy that you don't even dream in real life. No one even dreams as good as that dream. Know. You know? No, that so is good. a pure like 50s cartoon fantasy. Mm. But look, the other things that they do to make this like seem so comforting and so like, oh, I want to be there, is first of all, the color palette. It's mm, all yeah. these like yeah. really soft yellows and blues, yeah. like really evocative of nighttime It's, it's the color of sleep. Oh, <laughs> uh, and what song did they use mm. for it? I only noticed this this time. It was an instrumental version of Golden Slumbers by mm. the Beatles. Uh, yeah, it, it is like an old song that like the Beatles sort of like re- did i think they beatleized it yeah <laughs> fuck i really should know this i know a lot about the beatles ask me anything about the beatles um, what were their names what kind of beatles were they which one of them wrote golden slumbers lady beatles there was uh john paul mckenzie uh <laughs> did shag really shoot scotty, john lennon scotty pippen 
<laughs> if you guys haven't seen uh, the Beatles documentary from the year 3000 by Cracked, seriously, go check it out. I don't think I've seen that. Oh, really? I'm writing down so many things that I... Oh, it is so good. Um, And we've already touched on it a lot, but let's just go back and to the heart of the episode. Well, there's one character that we've really glossed over who has a really lovely place in the heart and the comedy of the episode, and Mr. that is Mr. The- Black. Sorry. <laughs> You're the worst. Um, if he wasn't going to step lady. in your liner. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, say it again. Stable lady. What's uh, her name? Uh, Ms. Something, I'm sure. It's in the Frinky Act somewhere. Mm. So this was expertly played by Tress McNeil. Again, nice. one of my favorite female voice actors. That's why she's so good. <laughs> the whole, yeah. Uh, Mr. Simpson, I'll... Ponies start at $5,000. Is there anywhere I can get a pony that, you know, cheap? <laughs> I sincerely hope not. Is there a pound for ponies that have run away? Because <laughs> they weren't loved. <laughs> That's so great. And yeah, this was at the stage where, like, Tress McNeil was a guest actor. And, and someone was asking, I wonder who played the pony. And then we saw the credit for Frank Welker in the... Yep, good old <laughs> Frank Welker. So I did write down one of the great lines, which is... Uh, that stunning creature over there is $500,000. His likeness graces a stamp in Tanzania. <laughs> yes, his likeness graces a stamp. Um, <laughs> just, just the sentence the part about Her language in this episode, man. Mm. Yeah, despite my patrician-like visage, my I, I assure you my tender heart is breaking. <laughs> that is <laughs> Which beautiful. is such a great joke to punch into that very sad scene where Lisa's giving, yeah. giving Princess yeah. up. No, um, so yes or no? Yes. Yes. Yes? Yeah, totally. I'd watch yeah. this again. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> How do you not know that's a question? I told you I don't know what's going on tonight. <laughs> playlist. What episode does this belong in of a playlist of Simpsons episodes? Wacky Pets. Horses. Yeah, Wacky Pets and Horses. Jobs. Homer Jobs. Yeah, that Homer Second Jobs. Yeah, I no, I was going with both of them. I was thinking about the elephant episode. Yeah, um, look, daddy-daughter episodes. This yeah. is... Yeah. Oh, and there's a reference to Bart the General in this where in the montage of Homer trying to win back Lisa's love, you know, he's playing tea with her and mm-hmm. Bart Mills yeah. in front of him. Yeah. Then he's in the bathroom trying to dry her eyes with the hairdryer. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. That was a great callback. Um, mm. This would go well with the Duff Blimp one bec- where yep. he sells yes. his tingling on the, the Duff Blimp. Ha! This would go... Sorry. Ha! This would, this would go well with um Bart and Grandpa episodes because they have the Bart yeah, and Grandpa yeah. video yeah. games moment. Yeah, yeah. Oh, a little yeah. bit of high, flying hellfish. Yeah. Another example of nice. Bart and Grandpa's relationship. It's fascinating. Mm. Let's go well with some uh, fava beans and a nice Chianti. <laughs> I think he's got it. Uh, Godfather references. Yeah. Mm. 2001 references. Yeah. Ah, yeah. yeah. Just yeah. the reference heavy ones. The ones mm. that reference the classics. Yeah, and and it's but it's not just like doing a reference, saying the same line. They do the same shot. Yeah, they have the yeah. same music. Yeah, uh, they break Simpsons camera work to make the reference. Yeah, mm. but in the good ones, they don't shoehorn it in there. It's used to advance the plot in a different yeah. way yeah. than than it is in the original movie. Yeah, yeah agreed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Quickie Mart episodes. Ah, yeah. Yeah. yes, Apu and Homer with uh, instant win scratchies. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Pair the soup. I want to buy a yodel and this lottery ticket. <laughs> totally. Oh, so many good playlists this can go in. BT, anything else you want to say about this episode? Let me consult my notes. I have me and this app forever in a little heart. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know, you engraved it into that tree over there. Right there, right there on my notes. It's <laughs> beautiful, man. I said I was going to draw little hearts on my notebook, and I did, and then I drew that. To me, this is the most emotional episode I think mm. I, I can think of. 
it's powerful, but it's also complex. You yeah, know? it doesn't yeah. it doesn't hit you with that emotion. You can see it. It's on display in subtle ways and yeah. visual ways instead of just saying, This is the emotion of the episode. And the ideas are so mature and complex. Mm. As a kid, I empathized with Lisa and with Bart and things, being like Oh, Dad, it's not giving me the da 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 da. And then at the same time, I could see Homer f- freaking out, trying to sustain what's unsustainable. Yeah. And here I am from the from 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 a more mature perspective, just being like, "Holy shit, man! These two people are both trying to mend their relationship from the either side, and it's falling apart. And it's oh god, it's it's huge. It's just huge." I think he it's Homer's realization that he has been a jerk. Yeah, you know, it's Homer's uh, redemption arc essentially. Yeah, but yeah, but his his jerk assness was so quickly recognized by him mm. you know when he went back and see he, he didn't have to have somebody going you've been really horrible to Lisa it yeah. didn't have to happen it came from within he recognized that and he was like oh god no wonder she hates me yeah, that was yeah. A big, he literally just goes whoa <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, he stops for one beer, and that drives him too late, and everything goes wrong. Mm-hmm. But even he recognizes that that wasn't his issue. The, whole, the mm. issue was the past ten years yeah, of yeah. neglect. But he still, he actually tries the quick fix in a couple of different ways. Like first, he tries it with the ice cream. Yeah, and you know, oh come on, honey, can't you forgive me? I forgive you. Yeah. You didn't mean that. Like, no, I didn't. You know? <laughs> oh, God, Lisa's sourness in yeah, that moment. Yeah. But it's so justified, and that's the thing. Like yeah. she's she's not even openly being nasty to him she's not you know there's no vindictive coming from marge or lisa or anything they just she's just tired of it you know she's tired of being ignored and that's like the tipping point for her yeah and Uh, it's very understandable from both sides so i do want to bring up the joke we didn't use of uh when he's trying to convince the guy to open up the store and Marge is like oh come on remember that time i pulled you and your wife in that burning car oh all right but now we're even yeah (laughs) yeah no, the whole bit with uh, the owner of King Toots. I, lo- I loved that. <laughs> King Toots. I happen to be wow, that I moron. Kn- There's yeah. a joke that went over my head. Really? King Toots. Wow, I, I did not notice that. Is yeah. that a fart joke? No, it's like a, a like saxophone, Tommy. trumpets. They all toot. Yeah, King Toot. Oh, <laughs> because they've got the Egyptian thing going. Mm. Oh, my God. Oh, groan. You guys. <laughs> I'm 31 years old. <laughs> drinking has ruined my life. <laughs> Don't cry for me. I'm already dead. <laughs> I'm already the dud. Yeah, look, the only other notes that I've got are just lines like, yeah. um, Marge, with today's gas pi- prices, we can't afford not to buy a pony. True. Yeah. True. <laughs> Scarily relevant. <laughs> oh, the other one. There's only one bozo who comes in here and buys these hot dogs. But I buy... Oh. Um. <laughs> um. So, I have to admit that I got a little teary watching Lisa give up her pony. Yeah. That was a real, like, I don't remember Is it because being you always sad. wanted a pony? No, I never. Is it because you always wanted a Lisa? Look, it's just a beautiful moment between a parent and their child. Is it because you and always wanted a salt lick? <laughs> it looks so good. I do want a salt lick. She really sold it. Mm. But it was the fact that she was clearly doing something that she didn't want to do, you know, and she really knew this horse. We've talked a lot about, actually, the Lisa uh, giving up the pony to the pony teacher, but Lisa confessing to Homer in that scene mm. where she isn't getting teary like I gave up the pony for you no yeah. she's just looking him in his eyes and go there's one big animal the dumb animal that I love more than that horse oh god what is it a hippopotamus <laughs> <laughs> beautiful just oh just so good yeah and the, he gives her a pony back ride uh, 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 out of the quickie mart you know what it harkens back to that episode the other episode where she's mad at him 
where he's like the you know the monkey. Yeah. I'm good oh, with the yeah. that's the Mr. The Bergstrom. Bergstrom, yeah. yeah. I'm good at monkey business. Monkey like a baboon. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Stop it, Dan. Throw back to the start of the episode with the uh, mm. 2001 bit. Yeah. Uh, oh, wow. Mm. Homer Monkey. There we are. There's yeah. a playlist. Um, And also the least of the vegetarian, where at the end, I'll give you a piggyback ride. <gasps> no, a veggie back ride. Yeah, Homer. Like, oh, my God. It's so He's, beautiful. That's the thing. He clearly still doesn't quite understand his daughter, but... He loves her, yeah. you know, and she understands that. I actually really like the subtle change in Lisa's language between those two scenes, which changed the tone of the the confession to both the Mrs. Pettigrew and Homer, where she goes, oh, please take care of my princess. And she yeah. goes, I gave up the pony. Like, she's already, she's disconnected and she wasn't going to make him feel guilty about it. And I, it, it changed the whole scene. Like you said, it didn't feel like she was still upset about it. She'd made that choice. She'd resign to the fact... Not corrections, because I caught it today, but uh, while driving home from the Quickie Mart, Homer falls asleep behind the wheel and dreams that he's in Slumberland, drawn in the style of Windsor McKay's Little Nemo in Slumberland. Oh, there yeah. we go. There you go. It was in the style Now it's a reference. Um, so yeah, there you go. Check that out, kids. Check out The Godfather. Check out 2001, Elliot. This was a really <laughs> early anime. Oh, really? Yeah. Shit. I've heard of this. Oh, wow. There you go. All right, now it is time to rank this thing. All right. Let's all say it at the same time. One, two, three. Kyo. Fuck you, Shaq. I kind of thought about ruining it for everyone, but then I thought, no, I won't do that. Yeah, oh. the episode no. is too pure. He's a good guy. Look, I was just adding mature complexity and nuance to our ranking system. Well, yeah, look, I, I think we're all going unanimous. Cubic Zirconia here. I think we're on the same here. page. Let's yeah. just go around. Claire, you first. Cubic Zirconia. Why? Because it's an amazing episode. Perfect. Yeah. I agree, Kubik's Konia. I, I stand by before when I said, I really think this is the m- most emotionally rich and mature and complexly mm-hmm. layered em- episode I've, I can think of. I and think I've ever seen. And it still hits the humor and it still hits the heart. And it just, it's a well-rounded episode. It's not yeah. just one thing. Yeah. And, you know, if there's one thing that really ties it all together, it's the interfamilial relationships, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, totally. BT? Uh, I I was wondering for a long time, where does this land for me? The second we got to Slumberland, I'm like, nope, that's it. Cubic this thing. Yeah. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah, I think it is not one of the more heavy joke-driven, but the ones that are there are great. There are ones we are still getting. And uh, yeah, it's just a great plot and really well-focused. You get great character out of it. What more else do you want? We're talking a lot about the maturity of these episodes and the jokes are really mature. And Mm. going into it, I thought, oh, yeah, this is more of your emotional episode. This is your daddy-daughter stuff. But no, I I was actually surprised with this rewatch how dense the jokes were and how many layers to the jokes there were. Mm. And, like, not just it was a a soppy, lovey daddy-daughter storyline, but how complicated of yeah. a storyline it was. It's yeah. a chocolate mud cake of feeling. <laughs> I think all the childish jokes, you can almost ignore them. They're just there to add color, you know? Mm. Yeah. Um, Homer stealing Slurpees yeah. or Bart telling him to, to fill it's it to the top. Worker. Chop, chop, chop. Yeah. chop. Yeah. It's seasoning. It's, it's the yeah. chocolate flakes on top of the chocolate mud cake. That was great. Bart's little, oh my God, the poor guy. Where is he working? Quickie Bart. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And then instantly goes to ruin his life. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Well, on that very emotional note, that has been The Simpsons Index, episode 50. 
can't wait to join you for the next 50 and the next 100 after that. Thank but you. stop watching us after season nine. It's going to be shit. <laughs> we go to shit after that. Well, that's after <laughs> El- Elliot leaves and we all just try to make do without him. <laughs> and replacement Elliot comes in. <laughs> and he's like, what if more wackiness? And we're like, fine. He goes, oh, like, woo, <laughs> How about the wackiness? <laughs> yeah. All right. And yes, thank you for joining me in the dank tonight, Danny. No, thank you for joining me. Thank you for joining me, Claire. Thank you, because that was one of the best episodes, and I'm so glad I was here for it. I know, right? And thank you, BT. What about one of the after guys? Ah, that's better. I can ride a bike again. Nice. <laughs> nice. The consummate professional. I know, right? I'm giving that up pretty soon. <laughs> 52, and I'm done with quotes. <laughs> all right, and that has been The Simpsons Index, episode 50. I'm your host, Elliot J. O'Neill. That's all the mustard in the house! Woo, 50! Mustard. <laughs> Thank you for checking out the Simpsons Index podcast. Don't forget to go to www.thesimpsonsindex.com for the spreadsheet and information about upcoming episodes. And for today's extra content. Ready, guys? Gesundheit. Gesund shots of oh, Szechuan yeah, schnapps. Yeah, checking levels. Beach. Yes, shots of Szechuan schnapps. Say that. Shots of Szechuan schnapps. All right, you're coming up. Say that. Shots of Szechuan flaps. Damn it. Szechuan <laughs> <laughs> flops. Flops. Flarps. Flarps. So when you're in Scotland ordering pancakes. I love the Szechuan flops. I'm pretty Flarp sure it's Szechuan as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, do it again, Shaq. <laughs> no. Shots. Shots. I will have one shot of Snesh. Mm. Shots of Snesh. Fool. Shots yeah. of Szechuan schnapps. I told you it was hard. It is different. <laughs> very you have, difficult. You have to very rapidly change sh sounds. Mm. Shots of Szechuan schnapps. Mm. <laughs> shots of schnapps. Sh- you, <laughs> you, you feel very proper when you get it right as well. Shots of Szechuan schnapps. Yep. Shots of Szechuan schnapps. Now children try <laughs> It's simply spoken thusly. Shots of Szechuan schnapps. Like your Mary Poppins. It gets away easy for some reason. <laughs> Jerry Bobbins, stay on theme. Taquitos, burritos, tacos, and fajitas. Ooh, nice. These are a few of my favorite things. Out of notes. Uh, I've been out of notes for like 10 minutes. Groovy. Well, it is. Well, it is. Well, it is time to rank this thing. I'm going to mix you out of the. Your entire thing. It'll be like a swig. What is Claire going to rank it? I don't know. She isn't fucking here, is she? Guess BT and Danny. Yeah, we're going to listen back to I swear Claire was in this episode. Want some of my lollipop? Whew. Didn't even buy me dinner first. Well, technically, Elliot did. Do you want some of Elliot's lollipop? Uh, I feel like I shouldn't it's be It's mac and cheese flavored. <laughs> bet it is. You'd bet you'd win that bet. <laughs> Sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows. Everything, Everything is wonderful. Is what I feel like. We're together, brighter than a lucky penny. When you're near the Rain clouds disappear and I feel so fine. Just know that you are mine. Hey, Elliot's back. Welcome and to we're the jungle. Back. We got fun and games.
cold in here. How can the dank be so hot and so cold? Try lighting it on fire. <laughs> Don't do that. He still has to live here for a few more days. Put it Let's on one of the food boxes. Pop. Come on, girl, don't you stop. Go until you hit the spot. I got it like a lollipop. Yeah. Show me milkshake what it's got. Pretty much. I don't, I don't know. Well, it was basically How it. many boys will it bring to the yard? So according to Everybody Loves Wikipedia. Sorry, I was reading two things at once. <laughs> um... <laughs> It's dumb Homer, but it's so funny. Like, he's like, you know, trying to save money. Well, you know, we're getting Maggie a bunch of vaccinations for diseases <laughs> she doesn't even have. Oh, God. Oh, God. It's that's... horrifyingly topical, right? The sad thing is, I feel like it wasn't an issue back in the day. That was when a joke that we all would have been yeah. like, ha, what no! an idiot. And yeah. now some people be like, yeah, that's so true. That so true yeah. Big farmer and everything. Mm. Yeah. Off. No dipshit gave Jenny McCarthy a microphone back then. <laughs> Vaccinate your damn kids! Twice. Like condoms. <laughs> what? Vaccinate your damn condoms! <laughs> Luke, I'm a furniture. <laughs> <laughs>